and welcome to episode 100 of RPG Digest. In this live stream formatted podcast, we provide deep dives, fundamentals, and overviews of tabletop role-playing games, and we comment on the tabletop RPG hobby as a whole today, and we're going to do some commenting in segment two. It's going to be great. I am John Maxley Auschlo, your favorite curmudgeon, critic, and judge. And along with me, as usual, is the man who suffers as I give away all of his earnings to you in the giveaway later, <laughs> Brett Heathen Dog Grissomer. How are you today, sir? I am doing great. I hope we find everyone doing well. That would be nice. You are really loud to uh, your clipping. Wow. Arn Man. Arn Man. What's that? Just, it's a preemptive like, man. Come on. <laughs> you can always click it again if we piss you off. It's fine. It's a- it's like you need to earn the like <laughs> i earned it on friday yeah there you go <laughs> go over and like previous that one deeds don't count damn it what's that previous deeds don't count no you're only as good as your current video that is true that sucks and and, and you're remembered for uh, so every seven good things you do takes one bad thing to wipe those away well, basic sales and psychology well, no, that's just how, that's how it works and everything from sales to media, psychology and so forth. It takes uh, seven good things are wiped out for every one good thing you do. One bad thing. Yeah. One bad thing. Guess it. Yeah. That's so, so how are you doing? How are things? Ooh. Well, I thought I was going to get a lot done this week. I really did. My son was at my mom's house all week. My wife was at work. House all to myself. Thought it was going to be great. And then the shenanigans started. Did you do the Peter Griffin that the second she walked out, you dropped your pants, got the hand lotion? <laughs> Lois well, Lee. I, I, I did walk around naked for a while just because I could. Okay. I didn't touch myself, but I just walked around naked because, you know, I could. This this is now a, uh, a rated PG-13 stream. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm not going to show it. I didn't record myself. Gross. <laughs> but, and then the shenanigans started. Just one stupid thing after another. Phone call from here. Uh, computer problem there. Uh, my uh, Friday morning, uh, afternoon, early early afternoon, late morning. My uh, filling popped out, so my my tooth hurt until Saturday when I got it filled up. Had to had to stay in line, <laughs> get that happening. Then I had to go pick up my pick up my son on Saturday, so Saturday was dead. Yeah, well, like like for my misfortune. How about that? You know. My my jaw still hurts. He had to numb both sides up and bottom because he had to he had to put in the filling in the bottom and then he had to shave off the tooth on the top. 
which now feels like it's made of sandpaper with my tongue. It pisses me off. Every time I, I brush a gulp against it with my tongue, it's like, like a cat tongue. Like, oh God, it's, it's unnerving. How about you? I didn't have any of that nonsense, although yeah. I do go to the dentist on Thursday, so we'll see. <laughs> Maybe he'll find something. I'm usually lucky when I go there and stresses out my wife because, you know, she she does that whole brush like 18 times a day, floss, gargle, do everything. Eh, I floss like five times a week. <laughs> like, like eh, weekends, I can sometimes get a little lazy. Friday night, who cares? Whatever, I'm going to bed. Uh, especially since it's two in the morning. I don't think about it. Uh, but uh, you know, I, br I brush twice a day. It's good enough, right? <laughs> Not according to the dentist. Like, whatever. I, I brush before I go to work and I brush before I go to bed. Fuck off, all, all that other nonsense. So, yeah. you know, she, but she'll be, she's religiously in there. And then she'll go there and be like, oh, it looks like you have 17 cavities. You need a crown. You need this. And they look at my teeth. They're like, your teeth are good. Yeah. Thanks. That, 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 that's actually my wife. She, she won the genetic lottery. She goes to the dentist once every five years. She has all of her teeth, including all of her wisdom teeth. Everything is perfectly straight. She hasn't had a cavity in 30 years. What the fuck? I'm not my, that lucky, but it's it's like that. Yeah. My, my teeth have the consistency of sidewalk chalk. Freaking <laughs> awful. I can get a cavity if I sneeze wrong. God. Yeah, water pick. Oh. I've used water picks in the past. I don't know. They get messy. <laughs> and she, she never washes her face either. She never has a pimple. No, no. She rarely, like once or twice a year, she'll have a pimple. When she showers, she doesn't wash her face. She washes her body, but not her face. Wow. Ever. Her skin is, her, she has a, she has a small little birthmark here. Other than that, her, her skin is blemish free. It's, it pisses me off. If, if I go a day without washing my face, the next day I got like five zits. The fuck i'm 46 for, for me it's a lot of that's due dehydration can't see thank god here but i got i got one right under my mustache right there that i got last night and it's because i went outside and had to do yard work yesterday and i was sweating all over the place yeah <laughs> pimples on your wife reaching for the like button <laughs> <laughs> wow okay some things do it for some people i guess but Pornhub has a really small category for people like you <laughs> <laughs> on uh uh so wednesday we did uh well actually let, let me tell the story about uh so you know we last weekend we focused on the whole besom uh, giveaway stuff and uh by the way yep. thank you to everybody who donated to that we raised uh plus people who uh, actually just bought directly from the store at least told me they did and kind of looking at the numbers i believe it we raised about seven hundred dollars nice. so good on you guys uh we raised just under five hundred dollars uh, so again, YouTube takes 30%, blah, blah, blah. It came up to 368, if I remember correctly, of actual donatable money. money. Yeah. yeah, useful money, which I just I just bumped up to 400 to make life nice and easy. And Mark is uh, apparently going to send us over $400 worth of stuff for us to give away. Whoa. So, yeah. <laughs> so everybody should send Discami Publishing and Mark McKinnon over there a thank you for that because he absolutely did us a solid... And uh, we look forward to hopefully having him on the show sometime in November. He's going to have a Kickstarter at that point. And uh, he's tentatively agreed. He didn't be like, yeah, I'll for sure be there because, you know, things happen. But uh, he's tentatively agreed, said it, he sounds like it'd be a good time. So, uh, But that's thank you to you guys uh, and to Heathen Dog because I took all his money for it. Uh, yep. There's actually truth to that hey, because yeah. uh, <laughs> he wanted the money from PayPal. And well, YouTube hasn't paid us for all that. It was going to be another like three weeks before YouTube pays us. So I had to take it out of his money uh, in order to do the initial payment. So 
Uh, there Yay. you go. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, so that was good. But because of that, I was kind of a day, really two days behind on a lot of stuff. So I thought it was Monday night when I said sent Kevin Sambita the uh, the email saying, hey, you know, before you go to Gen Con, actually the exact words I used were, I hope this doesn't find you at a bad time. I sent it. I sent this email basically saying, hey, just want to confirm up with you. Here's what we got for the giveaways. Uh, are we good with this? And yep, uh, whenever you have availability on a couple of days prior, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do the, the video test and so forth to make sure everything works. I thought it was Monday night. No, it's Tuesday night. And while that's not such a big deal, <laughs> the problem is, is he's a vendor. So he goes to Gen Con a day before everybody else. That was probably the day he was scrambling the most. Yeah. He probably saw that email. It's like, is this dude retarded? <laughs> yeah, like I got this laundry list of shit. I got to do. <laughs> I yeah. got to get out of here in like three hours. I still got 27 things to do. What is this guy doing? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if there's any follow-up from that. If he doesn't show up next week, you know why? It's all your fault. Yeah. Blame, blame, blame this guy. It's yep. like, you know, I want to show up. I thought you were nice guys, but then you did something really stupid and I don't hang out with stupid people. And I'll be like, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then on, on Wednesday, we had gatekeepers episode or second. Uh, I haven't, I haven't talked to the guy who actually uh, asked the initial question, but uh, so I don't, I don't know what his thoughts are on it, but we had a great episode talking about water as a, uh, as an environmental factor. And Friday Night Chill Stream was one of my favorite ones ever. It's like two in a row that were one of my favorite ones ever. We had Yield Geek and Victor Gorchevin, who were new to the Friday Night Chill Stream, had a great time. Uh, Bruce Connell and uh, what's the only one? And DM James, that's right, showed up to talk to us as well. Uh, so great time there. Had a really fun time talking to Yield Geek. Uh, of course, after the stream went off, we talked for another hour. I finally had to go to bed. I let those guys keep talking, but uh, it was a great time. Yield Geek is a good person. I can't wait to have him on again. So, uh, And that's right. I say Yield Geek, even though he thanked me for saying the old geek. It's a why, people. It's a why. I don't speak Old English. I speak New American. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but if you want to say it correctly, it's the old geek. And yes, it is actually a Middle English letter. Uh, so anywho, and now here we are today. I'm completely unprepared for all of our segments, so it'd be great. And, uh, okay, I prepared a little bit for segment two, because uh, Crafty demanded it. Demanded it! He said, I pay you money for, I tithe to you guys. I need to see my, my gods, after my tithing to the church, I need to see my gods give me my miracle. So I gave him the miracle, and we're going to cover his topic in segment two, which is the Jenny D. <laughs> There's the old geek right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, he says, piss off, which is the appropriate response. And then he said, oh, that's better. <laughs> geek was great uh, i i look forward uh pretty much he said you know he can't be on the show because you know like many of us he's married and you know he has a spouse that doesn't want him up at one in the morning screaming at people in his bedroom you know while she's trying to sleep sleep right so sure. so we're we're making a plan like honey you need to go on vacation because oh i have nerd things to do nerd things to do here Nothing suspicious at all. Nothing suspicious at all. No, no prostitutes and heroin. <laughs> nothing like that. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Why'd you bring up prostitutes? Just to let you know that's not on the table. But why did, why was it in your mind? Uh, uh, here, smell this chloroform. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, yeah. But no, it was a great time. So, uh, yeah. So here we are today and I, I'm ready to go. Uh, just go unless you've got anything else you want to bring up, go through our proclivities. And uh, well, so how this is going to work for today, for those who don't know, we're going to do segment one. We're going to do the giveaway. Then we're going to do segment two. The giveaway is going to be considered somewhat part of segment two, but I'm just going to break it up because I'm going to make a, a specific video 
of that so that I can put it up on YouTube tonight or tomorrow so that if anybody who wins isn't here can has time to verify. Uh, and again, I stress the word verify. I yes. work in things like security and so forth. What you think is verification might not be. So right. uh, if you're here, just going to let you know up front, if you're here and you win, I want you to join us or at least make a comment on the YouTube channel because then I can kind of verify who you are because you're here and it's YouTube. But I want you to join us in the chat here so we can figure out how to get your information. You don't have to talk to us. There's a private chat that you can click in. You can just type. But uh, we need to do that so that I can verify if you're if you're not watching and you win something, uh, there are going to be some extra steps involved. But as long yeah. as there's a way that I can validate that, OK, you are you will be good. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you want a registered mail, blood, semen or sputum, that'll work. DNA testing is done. To, to him. To him, not to, I don't want any of that na nasty in my. In my. <laughs> your social security number, your fingerprints, all that is required. You know, just give us the password, your cell phone. There, Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Uh, so who are we and what do we do? Well, you know what? We are conversations about TTRPG hobby. We are truthful. We are opinionated and we are going to have some opinions in segment two today. Did I tell you what we we're covering in segment two? I don't know. Segment two today is going to be reacting to the Ginny D reacting to her own video. You haven't seen it? Well, we're going to play it's it today. The, it's the reaction inception. Reaction inception. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we're information you need to hear, not what you want to hear, not an echo chamber for the idiots who permeate the hobby. If you don't like our commentary, tell us why in chat, in the comment section, or join us on the stream to talk to us in segment three. Remember, it's one anecdote or or one point that you need to make. Not a, you know, this isn't the Friday chill stream. We're not going to spend an hour talking to you, although kind of linger a little bit. I want to thank all of our subscribers, those who give us cheers, super chats, our members on the YouTube side. If you want to back us, you can do, through, do so through Locals, or you can tip us through a Streamlabs or PayPal, because Streamlabs and PayPal don't take 30 or 50% of your money. They give all but like 3 or 5% to us. Much better, huh? Yeah. I want to thank all of our awesome viewers and followers. We don't make you pay for this. Well, not right now. We don't anyway. <laughs> After the fact, if you want the full live stream, well, that's for our members and our, and our subscribers. But for the rest of you, you're watching now, you're here, there's no need to pay, although we like it. So we thank you for being here. We love watching that chat fly. And, you know, we'll even thank our lurkers. Why? Because, you know, it still bumps up the number by one. Why not, right? Are you okay? Yeah, I'll just ache. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Heathen Dog's up here, like, punching himself in the face, trying to get the blood flowing or something. It's weird. <laughs> and if you want to donate to our charity, that is the link there. You can click it in the description below. Our charity that we support is the Wounded Warrior Project. I'm not going to go into the spiel on that one. There is the live stream schedule. Today is Sunday, so you're watching RPG Digest. On Friday, I will be back for the Friday chill stream for some shenanigans. Like I said, last Friday was just, or this past Friday was absolutely amazing. Good time for all. On Thursdays and Saturdays, Heathen Dog streams on Twitch where he's playing Dungeons and Dragons online and apparently had some success last night. Can you quickly tell yes. us about that? Last night was a complete success. Well, not a complete Uh Garthon did die. And I think I may have died. But we, we successfully completed the mission on normal difficult normal hard and elite unlike thursday which i i'm, I'm gonna make clips of either today or tomorrow because i was nice. so upbeat everyone was like dude we gotta bail on this thing we're not gonna we're not gonna succeed these traps are one shotting us we we have a we have a second we have a a, a thief that only has two levels in rogue he's not what? finding and disarming these traps and the other thing, no no it's gonna be okay we're gonna be okay and i was that way 
right up until I wasn't. <laughs> I died for the fifth time and suddenly it was a it was a tirade of obscenities and just rage quitting. <laughs> so I have to clip several times We're like, no, no, we could do it after I die. No, it's okay. I just died. Oh, it's okay. I died. I'll, I, I'm Rex in the Stride. It's okay. And then the, when I died the last time, like, oh, F this crap. <laughs> just... But didn't you guys finally win? No, we, we rage oh. quit it. No. Oh, okay. No. Well, that, yeah, you know, I like those rage clip, uh, rage quit clips. And if it's too long for even a clip, like the one minute clip, that's okay. You can highlight it, make it a little mini video and I can do something with that. I can edit it. Just let me know where it's located. Got so, it. uh, I'll turn it into something. So yeah, <laughs> Heathen Dog is most entertaining when he's grumpy. Well, still burying darkest dungeon in the backyard is the oh, best yeah. clip. Because <laughs> like, even yeah, says, like, oh, one. this is sane. This is rational. I should be. <laughs> Why did I think of this before? <laughs> um, I actually I actually did that. This this is not hyperbole. This is not this is not making fun. When 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 that game screwed me over like 18 times in a row, I I deleted it. Uh, I, I uninstalled the game. I moved all the files, in, including the install file to a hard, to a thumb drive that I didn't want anymore. It was like a four, it was like a two or four gig thumb drive, took it outside, made a hole, put it in the hole, put lighter fluid in the hole, burned it, and then buried it. It's underneath my tree. You know, you know it's funny. Uh, so heathen dog does not do well with, uh, RNG and, uh, at least in in my opinion, I don't think he does well with RNG. And that game is the epitome of RNG. It yeah. takes RNG to the next level where you could be perfectly winning. And then for no seeming reason, all of a sudden you're dead. That's how the game is developed. That's it's that's an intentional feature of the game. Yes, it's called Darkest Dungeon because it's not fun. I mean, a, a game should be fun. But when you get to the end game, it's not fun. It just hurts. Yep. So, so I stopped hurting myself. <laughs> and he tried to hurt the game back. I wonder if it I worked. <laughs> All right, so let's go on here. Uh, so, oh, hey, that's for segment one. Hey, why is that in the wrong area? I oh, don't know. I didn't do apparently, it. I clicked the wrong stuff. Psh, I don't need to do all this other nonsense. We're ready to go to segment one. There you go. This is so weird. Where's my graphic for segment one? Death I know I, up I, know I uploaded. Emotional damage. My, gra my graphic for segment one is missing. I know I uploaded it because I verified it before I restarted and my I computer. I saw it in Discord. All right, hold on. Just upload it again. I even I even went online for the last playthrough for, for people who have successfully done it and made it look easy. And I, uh, I, I did their exact lineup, exact skills, exact items, everything. Tr try and replicate their success was not where I did everything I was supposed to do and the game still fucked me. <laughs> so fuck that game. All right, for segment 1 today, we are going to talk about skills, the education system and occupations cuz they're not OCCs, remember? In this one, occupations are part of the choice that you make with your psychic character classes and Heathen Dog is going to go into that a little bit more here in just a moment but first rpg digest is a live stream podcast discussion not a concise step-by-step -step tutorial we may deviate off topic and go on tangents please enjoy and you can see a website there 
Discord. Come by our Discord. Discord has been growing and popping. I actually had to get another moderator on the Discord. So uh, we now have a new mod. Congratulations, Omen Owl. You'll see his name in blue also on the YouTube. So uh, got to Omen Owl and Crafty as our mods over there. I still like to get one more mod just in case. But uh, hey, you know, I'm picky about my mods. So <laughs> there we go. But uh, you can check us out there. Also, if you want backs and locals, buy our stuff on Redbubble. All types of fun T-shirt designs there. I know I need to make more, but time is an object. And uh, I have, that's right. You figured that out. Time is an object. Yep. You can also watch our videos on Rumble Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if you want to back us, the best way to do it, as Crafty's already said earlier today, is PayPal and Streamlabs because they don't take 30 or 50% of your hard earned in this inflation economy money. And that is the charity we support. That's right. Nerds and Warriors is the name of the group. Charity Drive to support the Wounded Warrior Project. You can. Uh, you should uh, get that little QR code wherever it's called there in your cell phone and it will go right to where you need to go or you can use the link below and donate and of course we believe that games exist in fantastic worlds in worlds of imagination of make believe they are escapism not representation they're entertainment not activism and we believe in natural organic inclusion not forced diversity play with the people around you that want to play the game don't try to hunt other ones down unless you just want more people at your table that's fine too so uh play with those who want to play that's that's what we believe and if you follow those three precepts right there guess what you are going to have a good time at your table and here we go for segment one and i'm going to keep the book over on that side today because i miss chat a lot if i don't do that so share screen tab i don't need audio go away share and let's 11 f11 this bad boy so it's full screen there we go all right what page do i need to start on 171 all right now unlike the other games that that we have uh that we've done with palladium in the past we've had occs where the skills you have are based on the job you take your class you get those skills because everyone, you know, you have on the job training. Basically, you were trained by one other person to be a hunter or a warrior or a cleric or a wizard or whatever. And then we had uh, uh, Heroes Unlimited, which is based off of education. Your level of education dictates your your skills and skill percentages and things you can pick and things you can't. With well, your power beyond... selection having influence on it. Right. And beyond the supernatural, it's completely different. Your your psychic character class has no bearing at all on any of your skills. Well, okay. Very little bearing on any of your skills. Your occupation does. And if you remember from last week, Heathen Dog said, don't roll your occupation. Yeah, I kind of disagree, roll. but I get his point. Yeah. Ke Kevin also also says don't roll. Oh. It, yeah. In, in the thing. So it's not just me. It's Kevin is wrong about his own game. <laughs> you probably don't want to roll. But here's how it works. You have occupation. You choose your occupation or your role. There is a, there's a chart we're going to get to in a second. You choose your occupation. This is your day job. This is how you make money because ghost busting, I don't care. I don't care how, how, how Vankman or Spangler you are. You're not going to make money doing it. Oh, all right. It's going to cost money. It's like being a YouTuber. There you go. It's going to cost money more than it makes. So you had choose your day job, your occupation. And depending on your occupation, that's the set of skills you get. You get three types of skills occupational skills elective skills and secondary skills occupation and elective yet? skills are professional grade skills you were actually trained at either university or a voc tech or a trade school whatever these are professional skills 
your secondary skills are self-taught occupation skills. The, these are, these are things you went to college for. The, these are things you went to plumbing school for whatever. This is your job. You get lots of bonuses for your elective skills are an offshoot of your occupation. So you get minor bonuses and they are considered professional level. Your secondary skills, you have a very limited list of what you can take as a secondary skill. And these get no bonuses whatsoever outside of IQ or maybe some psychic character class uh, bonuses for skills, which do happen from time to time, but not a lot. Two notes, two notes I would like to make uh, uh, on top of that. Number one, um, secondary skills and these professional skills, if you have them as the same skill, the professional skill, even if the secondary skill chance of success is higher, the professional skill is always better. It's more artistic. Better quality. It's more yeah, it's better quality. More yeah. The other thing is, and this is just for people who have played other Palladium games, say uh, Rifts is a perfect example, where there are OCCs. Occupational skills are the same as your, your OCC skills. Elective right. skills are the same as your OCC related skills, and secondary yeah. skills are secondary skills. Yes, yeah, so they just called something differently because you we're not using the OCC template, so you have to you have to designate them other ways. So let's let's go down and we will look at our uh, list. Ooh, I just minimized. Is the list on this page? And my mouse is not working. Hello, mouse. Ah, it's not just me. I had that happen on Wednesday. Uh, All right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, go to page 172. There's common skills. Yeah, there you are. Uh, the, these are skills that everyone has. 98% of people who play this game are going to have these skills. These are skills. If you grow up in a first world country, these are, this is just stuff that, you know, you went to elementary school, you know, basic math, you can read and write your native tongue. There you go. If you are in a highly skilled occupation, you get a bonus. Like say your, your occupation is doctor or a computer specialist, or, you know, something that takes a lot, a lot of training then you get a bonus to these to these common skills plus 4% and plus 10% for language and math just because you know your your job gave you more proficiency in these common skills more than the common person and now we go to page we're we're going to we're going to skip that part we're going to go right to the occupational chart which is on page 175 Oops, hit the right number. There we go. And let's see if I can find the note where it says you should not should not roll, but if you want to roll, that's fine. Uh, under occupations and skills. There we go. Uh, go a little bit to the left and down to the bottom of the page on the left column. The last paragraph on occupation skills on that side. Select one occupation. The bottom. However, the occupation is such a vital part of any character that we suggest an occupation yeah. is chosen after careful consideration, not determined by random roll. But if you want to random roll it, he put it in a chart. These are okay. 42 occupations that are that, that give you leeway for your ghost busting activities. You know, you're, you're not, you're not clocked to a nine to five all the time. It, it doesn't, you know, you're not a CEO, so you're not on call all the time. This is stuff that you can do and still, and still, uh, hunt supernatural, uh, beings 
and you you have off you have off time antiques consultant antiques dealer obviously rare book collector artist athlete automotive mechanic bounty hunter communications engineer computer programmer technician construction worker uh medicine notice uh there is medical doctor on here medical veterinarian there but you you don't want to be a medical doctor at a hospital you want to be a medical doctor at a private practice that way you have you can schedule your time better paramedic psychiatrist vet, psychiatrist obviously that's easy you get a lot of money for a little work i mean it's basically free money it's got to apply to people police officer <laughs> detective csi officer undercover officer security specialist skeptic you can be a professional skeptic you have a lot of time and plus you can do your day job at night and your night job during the day, you know, great. Uh, survivalist, freelance writer. These are all things that give you a lot of time to do what you need to do. Now, each of them give a different set of occupational skills. Let's go with the first one, antique consultant. Highly skilled occupation. So you will get the plus fours and plus 10 to your, to your common skills. This probably as an older person, you can be with a doctorate or in history, you may have a college professor or a museum curator. This is all, this is not set in stone. This is just ideas. You know, you, you, you can be a, a, a wunderkind and be like a, you know, 18 year old, you know, antiques dealer, whatever you can, it's fine. Occupational skills, appraise antiques, art, business and finance, computer operation, find contraband, or lore magic arcane or lore magic arcane you choose one or the other forgery plus 50 percent mainly to identify fix history research performance or public speaking choose one and if two I, language other spoken i, I, I would like literacy sorry. other written so so i would like people to pay attention just put it in the back of your mind these bonuses these bonuses, when he talks about skills and the skill percentages, we're not going to go through all of them, but remember yeah. these bonuses for just being an antique curator. Yeah. Plus 30% is no joke. Plus 20, not right. a joke either. Because what will happen to be like, what do you mean a 45% chance to do something that sucks? Well, you might have 45% chance of face, but guess what? Now you got a, you know, another 30% on top yeah, of that. Plus 30, plus whatever IQ bonus you have, you yeah. know, and add it on top of that. So you're going to have around 70 to 80% chance for your occupational stuff. For your main occupation skills, you're going to have a significantly high chance of success because it's your job. And then you have your elective skills. You select seven elective skills from the standard available categories. Don't worry, we're going to get into that. But the character gets a plus 15% bonus if he chooses any communications, paranormal studies, or technical skills. The rest don't get a bonus for elective, but these ones do because they are directly attached to either your day job or your paranormal hunting job. And, and this is a great skills. this is a great way of saying you have agency to make the character that you want, but nope. still saying you should probably <laughs> you go no agency allowed. Uh, you uh, but it also says I don't want to say you're dumb. It says you really should focus in these areas. It, it gives you incentive yeah. to stay 15% in your life. 15% is strong incentive. Yeah. 15% is a strong incentive. Now, secondary skills, you get to select five from the available list of secondary skills. Any five doesn't matter, but you get no bonuses whatsoever because these are all self-taught. Special bonus, add 10% to any one lore or occupational skill. This is the character's area of expertise or greatest interest. 
this is this is a special occupation bonus for this occupation you get to choose one skill or one lore or occupation skill that you're really good at and bump it up by 10 percent. this reminds me of this reminds me of that old trope of like oh it's an ancient antique store oh how much is this oh it's nothing <laughs> like what does that mean oh no your desire brings it to fruition and then it comes with a curse <laughs> wasn't there a rick and morty episode on that oh also? there's a lot of episodes about that yeah yeah uh but now, uh that's that's I, i'm getting that vibe now like... yeah <laughs> now each occupation has advantages and disadvantages depending on the occupation the advantages for the uh the uh antiques antiques by guy here has good reputation has earned the character a high regard of museums universities colleagues and private collectors across the country perhaps the world character can charge top dollar and reasonable expenses to come and offer his opinion about the authenticity and it's basically you're a recognized consultant which means you can travel to places on somebody else's dime on a on a consulting gig now how does that help you with your with your with your ghost busting activities well if you want to do research on a particular spirit or supernatural entity, you can see if if the if if there's a job at a museum or a library that you want to research at, you get a paying gig to go there. They they fly you there, they put you in a hotel, you do the job form, and at night you do your own research because now you have access to their to that collection. So yeah, there there's advantages to that. Disadvantages. You must find time to keep up with contacts and current events, and travel may take you away from a current case. Authenticating ancient relics is more than a 20-minute examination, and the character spends <laughs> 1d6 plus 6 days researching a typical item. The disadvantage is you must still do your job, yeah. and your job takes time. It takes I'm, time. I'm, gl it I'm takes glad time. that's written in there, because how many times have you seen I've actually, in my game, I have a skill called Investigation. And I, I don't get exact with the time frames on there. I leave that up to the uh, the game master. But I make a very similar note to this, where it's like this isn't a one actually, you know, a six second, ten second, fifteen second roll. You know, to to look at blood uh, blood pattern on the wall and then try to figure out trajectories and exactly what's going on in a room that takes anything from hours to days, looking over pictures, maybe even weeks. So I am glad that's written in there. So it's not just like okay so what happened was this and this and this maybe your psychic powers will let you do that i think there's a tv show about that as well but not the actual investigation side of it right now uh that that's that's actually a good point whatever psychic character class you choose the, the reason you want to choose an occupation instead of roll it is because you want an occupation ideally that complements your psychic character class and something you're in an occupation that your psychic character class complements as well. So if you're an antiques dealer with say psychometry, where you can hold an object and know its history, that's going to help you as, as an antiques dealer quite a bit. You're, you're, you're going to get that, uh, that fame and your more money is going to pour in because people are going to want your services because you're so good. Now, speaking of money, if we go to the top of the next, the next column in the yep. same page, this is how much you can make as an antiques dealer uh, by the way he does say at the beginning of this section that these are just estimates exactly yes these are estimates if you want to roll this you can if you don't then you just make a median amount and that's it but let's say every quarter you roll on this depending on if you've if you've actually done your done your job 
and you you could get 91 to 100. That means you make 2d6 times 10,000 plus 40 grand for that quarter. That's three months. That's a, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, doesn't this game still use like 1990 or 1980s yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but, cost but still, for things? I mean, so that's that really is a lot of money. That really is a lot of money. I mean, even now, the, the minimum is, is $60,000 for, for three months work. That's 20 grand a month. That's a good amount of money. <laughs> you are now upper class. Good job. Even, even in today's money, that's upper class. But that's only a 10% chance. The median is going to fall between... Uh, let's see, 46 plus a thousand. So average that Seven, out is going to be 17,000. Uh, well, 46, that's uh, well, no, I'm sorry. Uh, D6 is, yeah, 3.5, 3.5. So that's seven. I, I did that wrong, 14. So 14 plus, what was plus it? 10. 10. So 24,000. 24, 24 grand for three months work. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. You can live off that. That's fine. So I think that's actually a touch more than what I make. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> So it, it goes like that. Uh, the rest of the skills are the exact, the rest of the occupation, the exact same way. You get your occupational skills, you get your elective skills, secondary skill choices, special bonus uh, for that occupation, and then your advantages and disadvantages. Let's look at one more. Let's look at okay. something completely different. Let's look at uh, a physical one. Okay. Uh, like the... at, there you go. Athletics, amateur competitor, ex-college, semi-pro athlete, or dedicated amateur. Let, what let's what say number is it? Semi-pro. That's going to be page 178 on the right side. Okay. There we go. There it is. So uh, this is like a triple A AAA baseball player, uh, semi-pro, uh, maybe, uh, I, don't, I don't know what it's called in hockey, but same thing. Ba basketball, semi-pro, same thing. You know, Chinese you, league, you want to European be a league, general? Italian league. <laughs> well, you can. Uh, character loves athletics and has a history of being involved in sports. However, he or she has never attained professional conditioning or status. May get work at a reception center or school coach, assistant coach, or camp or sports coordinator. Or you could be, you know, dur during the summer, you 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 go on the on the AAA baseball tour because that happens and you get paid for that. That's fine. Occupational skill, automobile aerobic athletics i gotta find that skill or running choose one athletics general climbing or swimming first aid bicycling or kayaking slash canoeing both get a plus 13 percent gardening what or dance and two physical or weapon proficiency ancient skills of choice what no i'm not gonna ask but this is now, go on. the or is important here the ors are important you don't get both you get to choose one and in the in the instance of the physical or weapon proficiency skills the or is important because you can't mix and match it says two physical or weapon proficiency ancient skills of choice you can't get one physical skill and one weapon proficiency you got to choose one or the other two here or two there and then elective skills Select six from the standard available categories, but the character gets a plus 5% bonus to anything in communications, domestic, horsemanship, technical, and wilderness skills. Secondary skills. Select five from the available categories. Okay. And after this, we're going to go to those available categories. Don't worry. Advantages. Maybe limited on weekends and certain days of the week, especially, you know, if you're a AAA baseball player, you got games. You have to, you have to show up to these games or else you're not going to get paid. If it's, uh, if it's during a school year, you got to you got to be a coach. You know, you got to show up to the to the kids games and actually coach. You got to do your job. But 
most of the time, especially if you're a coach, you got the summers to yourself. That's an advantage. Uh, your pay, 10 to $14 an hour for talented but unskilled labor or amateur coach or activity coordinator for parks and recreation or a school. 20 to 30000 annual income for full-time, half of that for part-time, maybe seasonal. Minimal benefits include medical with a 50% copay on everything. That's probably true. Including hospitalization for full-time employment, nothing for part-time. So that's okay. That doesn't even that, meet that. Seattle minimum wage. <laughs> I know. Right. But you'll have to, you have to, like I said, this is in 1990s dollars. So you have yeah. to up it. If you're doing a current era game, you up it to, to the wage, yeah. you know, all you or, gotta do or is you just play with the numbers in the book and it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It's fine. Like average, average wage of a, of a high school coach enter and the Google will yeah. tell you. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. So that, that is, that is what, that's what we get here. Now notice that the athletics, uh, the, the semi-pro athlete didn't get any special bonuses. His occupation didn't give him a special bonus like the like the artist did or the art collector. Doesn't have that. Now, this we've been we've been talking about elective list and secondary skill list, and now we're gonna go look at that. Now that we know what electives and secondary skills are, now here's the list where where you, you want to go through the two star chats real quickly. Go for it. Okay, it's they're quick. Yo, geek says. Uh... Septic or septic, which is Cockney rhyming slang for American. Okay. Yeah, take the knee out of Cockney. <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> All right, and then Kill Raven says the book came out around 2005, and Palladium's always significantly behind the times. So should assume these are late 90s, 2000 numbers. Might even be earlier because yeah. it might be based on. He might not have changed the numbers from the original first edition book. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he, so. he could have just copy and paste because copy and paste happens a lot in Palladium books. Yes, it does. Happens a lot. And that, that is something I'm going to talk with Kevin about when he comes on here next week. About his, his penchant for copy and pasting. Okay, now we're going to go to page 173 and we're going to look at the elective and secondary and secondary skill lists. Elective skills are additional areas of interest, learning, and formal education above and beyond the occupation. They're related to, but formal education above and beyond your occupational skills. Below is a list of skills by category that can usually be selected as elective skills. Skill categories that are not normally available, such as espionage, military, and rogue skills, may be allowed for specific, see, says OCCs, occupation, occupations, and will be indicated in that, in that occupation. Like uh, when, when we looked at the, at the elective skill list and occupation, you get a bonus for certain categories because of your occupation. Now, here are the categories. Communication, any. You can choose any communication skill with an elective. It's fine. Domestic, any. Fine. Electrical, basic electronics and computer repair only unless the occupation Wait, allows you, it. Yours says computer nope. repair? Uh, you're on the wrong side. Go to the left side. Left side oh. of the screen. You're on the right side. There you go. This is the, That was the secondary skill list. This is the elective skill list. Espionage, I'm zoomed none. In. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Espionage, none, unless you're a spy. If your occupation is spy or a military specialist, it will tell you in your occupation, you may select military or, or whatever, or espionage as elective skills. Physical, any except acrobatics, wrestling, assassin, or commando hand-to-hand, -hand, unless the occupation allows it. Selecting martial arts counts as two skill selections as an elective skill, unless the occupation allows it. Here's the thing. 
unless your occupation gives you hand-to-hand combat, you don't get any. You have to burn elective skills to get it. And you may not get commando or assassin unless you have a specific occupation, say soldier or military, military specialist or spy or whatever. Then you would have formal training from the military in commando or assassin hand-to-hand combat. Otherwise, then you're you're stuck to the strip mall karate bins just like everybody else. And you got to burn two. You have to burn one to get uh, to get uh, hand-to-hand basic. Uh, another one to get to get uh, hand-to-hand expert. And it says here two skill selections to get martial arts. So that's four, it sounds like. It sounds like it's four. That's crazy. Rogue none. Science any. Techno any. Transportation, any weapon proficiency, ancient, any modern only handguns, rifles, shotguns, and submachine guns, unless the occupation, such as military or law enforcement, allows others. Like if you're a professional soldier, you were a grunt, you were trained on the M60. Well, there you go. You have you have fully full uh, full auto machine gun skill. You got it. Wilderness, any secondary skills are areas of knowledge that the character has picked up on his own through learned experience. These are things that you taught yourself. So having any kind of uh, of skill-worthy uh, roles for this, you have to train yourself, train yourself hard, but the list is even less expansive than your electives. Like, for example, uh, communications, any except electronic countermeasures, laser communication, optic system, and sensor equipment. Because for these, it's assumed that you need someone to train you. You can't train yourself to be proficient in these things. Domestic, any. Electrical, basic electronics only. You want to train yourself in electronics? Great. You got this. The funny thing now is like any any modern person be like, dude, I could watch a YouTube video and all this stuff. Like, mm. That's fair. You could watch a YouTube video and, and maybe replicate the results, but I wouldn't say you actually learned anything. But that, that's just me. Uh, mechanical, basic mechanics and auto mechanics only, medical, first aid, animal husbandry and brewing only, military, none, paranormal studies, any. Again, any paranormal, whatever. It's kind you of part of your job now. I think it needs to be there. Yeah, it really should be. Physical, any except acrobatics, gymnastics, boxing, kickboxing, wrestling, ha! and any hand-to-hand combat skill. That's right. You cannot spend secondary skills to get hand-to-hand combat. Oh, wow. Wow. You cannot. That's new. Okay. No, it's not. It's not 100% new. We've had it in one other uh, one. Other one. I believe uh, okay. uh, after the bomb had the same thing. So you, you couldn't use secondary skills to get hand-to-hand combat. You had to, you had to use the, uh, uh, what was the other elective, the OCC-related type skill? Uh, um, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember, so I'm not going to say yay or nay. I just don't remember. I also don't remember that being a thing, so I thought I would have noticed it at that point, but okay. But it's still unusual for most Palladium games because yeah, you can most usually Palladium games that have o- that have OCCs. Usually, you can spend either your related or your secondary skills on hand to hand. This one definitely no secondary skills can be burned to get hand to hand combat. Uh, handguns, rifles, and shotguns only for modern weapons. For ancient weapons, only archery, axe, blunt, chain, knife, shield, and staff. No sword. Sword takes too much skill. You, you, you can't self-teach. 
Skill bonuses. The base skill level is denoted in each skill description. You may also get an IQ bonus if your IQ is 16 or higher. That's fine. And the way it works is you get the base skill at level one, plus IQ bonus, plus any occupational bonuses or or special things because of your, your occupation. And every level, the skill will tell you how much the skill progresses. For example, and this example is a physical, physical skill of swim. It's 50% plus five. That means at level one, when you get this skill, you have a 50% chance to succeed, plus any IQ bonuses, plus any occupation bonuses you may have. And then when you reach second level, you add five. I like that it actually goes into this in this book because some of the other ones doesn't as clearly. And I've seen the arguments. Ethan Doug and I run it the same way, I think. But, uh, yeah. you know, seeing the arguments was like, no, it's plus plus. Uh, sorry, 50 plus five per level experience. You do it everywhere else. So you add the 5% in at first level. It's like, no, no, you don't. And when you get new skills, it actually comes out and says it here too. When you get new skills, it starts off at first level proficiency. Mm -hmm. If you scroll down a bit. There. There you go. So a fifth level character learns a new skill. That skill is performed at first level proficiency, not fifth. You're a fifth level character, but this skill is at first level proficiency. Now, again, Max, Max will Max is correct when he said you shouldn't say level proficiency. You should say rank yeah. instead when you're talking about skills. Just to, keeps it separate. It's less confusing. Keeps it, separate, but... keeps it simple and and you know it's easy. So that that skill starts at level one, and then progresses as you progress in total levels. So any skill you get at level fifteen, it's stuck at level one proficiency forever. And then we get into skill penalties. This is a this is a penalties that is determined by the game master or by the situation. If you have advanced te technology, alien technology, you get minuses to your, any skill roll with it. Uh, pressure situations, cheap, faulty, and or unfamiliar tools, you get a minus. Difficult or complex or unfamiliar tasks, you get a minus. Distracted by outside forces, you get a minus. If you're frightened or jumpy, you get a minus. Lack of sleep, minus. As you can see, these are all situational modifiers. Situational modifiers. These are all examples of it's not an exhaustive list. So the game master may come up with something else. It's not the list. It's not the shut up. This is not an exhaustive list. And it's just examples anyway. The, like uh, even using these pressure situations, cheap, faulty, or unfamiliar tools, well, may even be worse than minus 15% if you can't yeah. find, you know, you're trying to do something in nasty old metric. Where we, you know, good old imperial units, <laughs> uh, and you know I, that wouldn't be a minus fifteen percent. But you get what I'm saying. Like you can, you can have tools. You can actually have things are rusted shut to the point. Like, dude, if you twist this too hard, you're gonna snap that bolt off. Minus twenty five percent. You're open. It says five to fifteen. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Now we we can go over individual skills, but eh. all it, all it, all it's going to do is is you know like basic electronics. Let's this show one or two just so people yeah. can see what a skill yeah. looks like. And Let's then you see what it looks like. So you can read it. So we will go to skill list is way down here. There we go. Uh, skill list is on page 194. And we will pick out two that are radically different as much as possible. Let's try a uh, creative writing. <laughs> okay. And I think a physical skill is always good to show. Okay. And uh, acrobatics. 
All right. No, 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 no. Not creative writing. Acrobatics and a paranormal study skill. Duh. Okay. I mean, that's that's easy. Like parapsychology? Um, uh, <laughs> lore, lore superstitions. All right. Sounds good. Uh, tell me what page they're on. And All right. Um, I'm kind of showing the here. skills off on the screen in the meantime. Domestic, espionage, horsemanship. It's all it's all alphabetical. So, oh, is it purely alphabetical or broken down by? Because usually it's, it's broken it's, down it's by the alphabetical by category and okay. then alphabetical inside the category. Got it. So paranormal studies comes up first. So we're going to do that. All right. That's going to be page lore superstition. There we go. Page two hundred six. And you can see in this chart right here that uh, that the percentages are low, but that's why I wanted to make sure that we focused for a moment on the fact that the that you can get a plus thirty percent bonus to that as a first level character. You can, especially if you're a professional skeptic, your lores are going to get a bonus. Lore what? Or your or or your your professional psychic or or stage magician or whatever. It's on the left hand side, toward the bottom. Page two hundred six. There you go. Oh, you passed it. Which one were you doing? Oh, superstitions? Superstition, right there. Okay, for some reason I thought it was different. All right. Comprehensive knowledge about superstitious beliefs, break a mirror, expect seven years bad luck, knock on wood to keep broken, spoken bad thing from happening, blah, blah, blah. Their origin, which ones may have a kernel of truth or a clue in dealings with the supernatural, paranormal, and magic, as well as related myths, legend, historical points of reference, also known as urban legends. Base skill, 30% plus five per level of experience. Now, you think, well, this is stupid. No, it's not. You know, when, when people, when they spill salt, they throw it, they pick up some of it and throw it behind their, over their left or right shoulder or whatever. There is a reason for that. And the reason is the supernatural because supernatural entities, ghosts, fairies, whatever, have trouble uh, crossing salt and you throw it behind you because by, by, by spilling the salt, you may have, you may have angered some, some supernatural thing you throw up behind you. They can't come up from behind you and you know, that. So there's, there's a kernel of truth to all superstitions. You just have to be able to find it with this skill. You're able to find it. This may help you in, in your night job when you're fighting the supernatural, because you can help find a weakness to certain creatures. Now, especially if, if a superstition is local only regional and is not world pervasive, that means something in that region is specifically vulnerable to the thing that this superstition is about. This gives you the ability to find out the information that's real, and you may actually find a tool or weapon to help you in combating the supernatural in that specific region. You're the you're the one character in a Nightmare on Elm Street that before you die, you spill the beans about who Freddy Krueger really is. Yeah, there you go. And then, luckily, just to the right is acrobatics. Yeah. <laughs> find my mouse. Where's my mouse? My mouse. There we go acrobatics look at that look at that aerial feats of agility and strength such as walking a tightrope high wire trapeze and stunts performed above ground other physical abilities include rolls somersaults leaps and falls this provides all of the following an automatic kick attack at first level for 1d8 damage normally it's 1d6 for a kick this one is 1d8 sense of balance Walk a tightrope or a high wire, climb rope, backflip, basic climb ability. If you don't have climbing as a skill, you get it at 40%. Now, but basic means it, something, though. Basic what? means it never improves. Exactly. Yes, it never gets better. No, notice there is no 
plus percent per level after that 40 or after that 30 because it doesn't improve. But if you get or have the climb skill, you get a bonus to a 15% to that skill. If you have or get the prowl skill, you get a bonus 5% because you have acrobatics. And you get a plus two bonus to roll punch fall, plus one to physical strength, physical prowess, and physical endurance, and 1d6 SDC. Because you had to fall a couple times. <laughs> you had to fall a couple times. You had to toughen up. You had to get, you know, you had to get stronger. You had to get a little more dexterous to be able to perform all these things. There you go. It says aerobic athletics, a type of aerobic exercise to develop reflexes and grace and learn a few basic self-defense moves. Bonuses, plus one to disarm, pull punch, 2d4 to SDC, plus two to kick damage and sense of balance. There you go. Now you know what it is. You know what it is. It's it's not that great, but it's better than nothing, I guess. I mean, if you get it for free, it's cool. Or if you have it as the option, what was it? The option is aerobic or running. Uh, Sure. But other than that, why would... I would take running in a heartbeat. So would I. It gives more SDC and it increases your speed attribute by a lot. And I can get away from from yeah, you want to be able to run. See, you don't have to be faster than the supernatural yep. entity. You just have to be faster yep. than Bob. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and if you take running, you could be faster than Bob. Or Bob. <laughs> or Bob indeed. Okay, what do we have for any comments? Uh, just one. Okay. Uh, Mar Hawkman says, so at high levels, you're probably better off improving old skills. No, they improve automatically. They improve on their own. Any skill you have when you go up a level, all skills you currently own improve by, by one rank. New skills you get at base, but when you go up another level, it goes up by one rank along with all your other skills. You don't choose which skills improve. All your skills improve when you go up a level. By whatever percentage you have. five, but... All the skills you already have. As you go up in level, you'll learn new secondary skills. But they start at level one proficiency. And typically Ranking. it says something like, uh, you know, start with, uh, especially in the other game. I didn't pay attention close enough in this one. Oops, my bad. Uh, but usually it says something like, hey, start with like five secondary skills and gain a new additional secondary skill at levels, you know, three, seven, 12, whatever, you know. So when you gain a new skill, it starts off level one. Any skill you've already had, when you go up a level, will rank up. All of them will rank up. All right. Uh, oh, just just throw Dan at the ghost. Yeah, there you go. You just got to run faster than Dan. Well, for that, you'd want to build up your PS and probably have wrestling. There you go, because you want to throw Dan off the bridge. <laughs> the ghost will chase Dan. You get away. Simple. <laughs> Does Dan have a high jumping skill? Well, theoretically, yes, because he's uh, off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he went ahead Which I can't say during segment one. <laughs> so. Skills max out at 98, Nerdy Yoger. That is, a, that is nothing, that is nothing worth mentioning. Thank you. Uh, the maximum rank you can get in a skill is 98. If you, if you, if you have 98 at, say, level 10, you have, uh, you have acrobatics at 98%. Or uh, an aspect of acrobatics, say uh, climb rope. That's easy. It starts at 80. So you can easily get that to 98. Your next level, you can't go above 98, so nothing happens. It stays at 98. There's always a chance of failure. Always. 5% chance. That's what two, that's what two, yeah, 5% chance, right? For, I'm sorry, for what? No, no, two, 2%. I'm stupid. 2%. I can't, I can't stream math. There's always a 2% chance of failure. And 
like all Palladium games, your maximum is a 98. That is before any of the distractions or skill or, or, uh, or minuses because of bad tools or whatever come into play. Now, in Heroes Unlimited, they had exceptions to that rule where you can get higher than 98, but only to offset modifiers. This game doesn't allow for that? Seems like it would. Uh, maybe maybe the genius class does for the for the for the uh, uh, native genius uh, psychic yeah. character class because you're so damn smart. Maybe well, it does, I'm not, not going to spend an hour looking for it. I mean, somebody yeah, I somebody so somebody who gets the book can can take a look at it closer. Yeah. But you know, it depends on the Palladium game you're playing. Most of them don't, but some do say that uh, uh, it it offsets the penalty. So if you have 135, percent you will always have that two percent chance of failure. But at least the penalties don't hurt you as much. Or and others are like as Heathen Dog described here, where it's like no, it starts at 98, and you don't get any more plus fives per level because it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can't have above 98, and then. Uh, all of your all of your negative modifiers go from 98 down. Oh wow! Sideways character sheet. Yeah, that's great. So that is that's basic skills right there. I mean, uh, it's it, it's not hard, not hard at all. You have your occupational skills. That's part and parcel to your occupation. You have your elective skills, which are augments to your occupation. Still, the, these two skill categories are considered professional level skills. And then you have secondary skills. These are self-taught, non-professional skills. The list is much less expansive because there's only so much you can teach yourself. You obviously can't teach yourself commando commando fighting. You can't teach yourself uh, military espionage or interrogation. This has to be professionally trained. And getting hand-to-hand -hand skills come off of your elective skills, not your secondary skills. And that's about it. Okay, so I'm going to let you guys in chat vote for, uh, well, I really want to do it on Discord, but because uh, I want to give time for it. But I'll let you guys vote in chat. In fact, I'm going to put the poll up now. So Heathen Dog, uh, tell us your thoughts about, look, a few more thoughts about skills. <laughs> so before I make no, this poll. Yeah. Okay, Omanel says, I think they should allow skills to go over 98, but say 99 or 100 is an automatic failure. Uh, well, again, uh uh, Darth Darthik just said, uh, as far as I remember, the only only the uh, the Heroes Unlimited hardware geniuses can have a 90 in skill. In Heroes Unlimited, that is true. The the hardware genius or the mechanical genius or electrical genius, the the the, the geniuses can have skills that are above 98 percent. But it only works to offset modifiers. Like if you have 130 in a skill, you're still only rolling 98 when you come to roll, no matter what you still have a 2% chance of failure at the actual task. But that 130 will, will play to offset any negative modifiers. Like you have no tools, minus 20%. And, it's, and you're a little distracted, minus 10%. You went from 130 to 100. But you can't have 100. When you go to actually roll, it gets bumped down to 98. Uh, oh, I and went, 99 really? and 100 is an automatic failure because you can't have a roll, a, a skill at roll time greater than 98. Oh, you can only put like two words in for the options here. I'm still minus one. Screw you. Okay. Um, so here's the explanation for this poll that's coming out. We have two options that we can do. As you know, theoretically, next week, 
uh, Kevin is going to be here, so we're obviously not going to be talking about this game. Uh, but there, there is a chapter on monsters, the secret society, like the the Lazlo Institute or whatever it's called. Yep. Um, do you want us to cover that? Do you think it's important for us to have a video on that for people who might watch a series from beginning to end about Beyond the Supernatural? Or do you think that the next time we do it, we just create a character and then move on to Nightbane? Because Nightbane is the next game that we are covering. I've got to get a copy of that as well. Uh, uh, so you, you let us know. Again, some of you out there know this uh, system even better than us. So if you think that, no, you really do need to at least touch on those uh, secret societies, or at least the main secret society, uh, before heading out or do you think that people have enough info right now so let's make a character and just jump to nightbane let us know uh, i'll look at the votes uh in a little Open bit out. here what's that uh this one right here ideas a lot of people do complex tasks as relatively routine now uh it's very important uh, as uh, game masters and players must know if you're doing a routine task with no modifiers to it and you've done it a hundred times, you don't have to roll. You know, you, you, you don't have to roll to walk across the room. Just, just like a pilot in a completely sunny day, no wind, normal airport, nothing wrong with the plane, can just land the plane. You don't have to roll pilot scale for that. Unless it's cinematically appropriate, don't roll the skill. Unless there is, right. uh, if if failure alters the story, don't roll the skill. Just if it's a, succeed. If there, if it's if there's, um, oh, I forget the terms now. Again, you do stream math, I do stream English. Uh, it's if it's if it's meaningful, like if it's if you're actually under duress. If there's a legitimate chance of failure, and that failure potential failure has an impact, success or failure has an impact. That's when you roll. If there's right. not a legitimate chance of failure, you know, I'm doing my job. All I'm doing is driving to work today. Well, you might get into an accident. Well, you know what? Yeah. I've driven to work for, I don't know, like 30 years in a row, and I've never gotten into an accident. So that's better than a 5% chance on a D20. Yeah. Uh, or even a 1% chance, because, you know, 360, yeah. even though I work, what, 280? I don't know what, what, what it comes out to per year. Um, it, the point is, is you only roll if it is meaningful. Right. Exactly. Unless it has meaning the story or or uh, can alter events in the story or for the character, then you would roll. But for for normal tasks under no duress, there's no point in rolling. If you have the skill, you just succeed. Just just say you succeed. It's fine. All right. I'm going to go through. I'm going to leave that poll up while we do the uh, do the giveaway during segment two so i'm going to go through the proclivities here right now it looks like and i may have overstated the term secret society a little bit really it's just it's a secret society that laszlo institute or whatever it's called and then but but it includes the monsters like should we talk about the monsters basically do we want to talk about some of the gm side of stuff as well to show what the game gives you and what things you might be uh dealing with in the game and right now that is uh winning to say yes let's do it but let's, we'll find out so we go through these uh where are we here and of course, we didn't put it up a single time, but uh, I'll do it now. God. Hey, subscribe. Yeah, that was you your job. I'm the one who read the book. You, you didn't did, even you, read the book. <laughs> I, I did fail. You are correct. You are correct. I failed at that. When I was reading chat a couple of times, yeah, you had to correct me on what page I was. So I was, I was paying attention to the people who are actually here. <laughs> but uh, there we go. And uh, of course, as normal, where, where are my little button clicky things? Jeepers, creepers. That's not it. There we go. 
you can join us on our website, or you can come to our website. You can see a lot of past videos there. That's actually where we had the rules for the giveaway that we're about to talk about in just a moment. You can join our Discord. A lot of great people to talk to about many different games, not just Palladium. And you can back us on Locals, buy our stuff on Redbubble. And there you go. A whole bunch of other places to watch our videos. If you want to donate to us, PayPal and Streamlabs is by far the best way to do it because they don't take a bunch of money from you. And we are starting to offer our members, our YouTube members, uh, more things now, finally. A little bit. We're getting better. And of course, there's the charity that we support. And of course, those are the core values you should have to play a great, fantastical game. And just because we're still under the assumption he's going to be here next week. Look at that. He's already fist pounding for us. He's like, yeah, leads a myth. Ha, can't wait to be there. So. We, we probably shopped at the same Kmart when I was a kid. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's definitely coming up in, in the discussion. If you don't bring it up, I am definitely bringing up like, huh, I don't know how many times I drove through Westland, Michigan to go visit that that that, that guy right there. <laughs> I had no clue that Palladium was there. Oh, uh, Omanal has a had a comment. Uh, aren't there roles for backstories? Yes. If you look at our character creation, uh, there are roles for, you know, birth order. There are roles for age, height. There, but I don't recommend doing any of them unless you just don't care. Just pick your height, pick your weight, pick your birth order, pick how many siblings you have, whatever. Just, just pick it. Tie and tithe, damn it. I don't look good in red. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, let me get this. Let's get prepared. Do you need to step away for a moment while I get this prepared? Or are you good to go? Uh, I think I can make it through here before having to pee. So yeah, we're good. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll do this before, before the, uh, for the, the actual video. segment too. Yeah. The we'll actual segment. Giveaway. We're going to give people some stuff. Where is my, see, oh, there it is. All right. So we are, no, 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 no. for the first part of segment two we are finally going to have our giveaway where you see those four book covers on the screen right there the reason i'm doing all four books at one time instead of spreading them throughout the video like we normally do is because i need this video to go up because maybe you are a winner if you entered and weren't watching us live weirdo uh you might still actually be a winner and i need you to verify validate whatever other v word you want to use that uh, tells me you are you and no, Vaginosis. Just, what? <laughs> <laughs> Strike that word from the record. Uh, but, uh, uh, and by validate, I actually mean validate. You can't just tell me that's me. No, no, you've got. We've got to have a way of verifying that you are you. So, if you entered the, one of these four contests or all four of these contests, the other thing I need to let everybody know is if you win a book, you that's the book you get. Whatever one happens first, we're actually going in the opposite order that you see on the screen there. Yeah, if, there if, if you want to do do tradesies with somebody, that's that's your business. Yep, do that behind that's, the scenes. That's between you and somebody, not us. One other thing that I'm now announcing. This hasn't been announced before. When Kevin is on next week, theoretically, <laughs> stress that if I didn't anger him with my dumb email, that uh, my poorly timed email, it's not a dumb one, it's just poorly timed. Um, we're going to give away either gift certificates or pdfs that, that is to be determined for our international backers because i hate leaving out our international backers because you as you know if you read the rules to this we only give away the physical copies to um 
to mainland to, US and AFO PFO yep. boxes. That's it. Yep. APFBO. Yep. So, uh, all right. If you've got all that, we are ready to go. I don't need the disclaimer for today. I still always put this up though, because these are our core values for playing tabletop role playing and really any game. It doesn't even matter. Hell, in, in any game, you play a board game, Settlers of Catan or something. I don't know. These are still good rules to live by. And of course, our webpage and our stream schedule where Heathen Dog plays Dungeons and Dragons Online, Satan's game. I'm a necromancer. <laughs> Heathen Dead. What a what's such a unique name. <laughs> well, Garthon's is what? Garthon the, the life giver or something? Yeah, the Death Caesar. Or oh, the Death Caesar, that's right. <laughs> the first time I saw it, I read it as Death Caesar. I was like, what? <laughs> like he's the Caesar of death? Okay. Um, all right. So let's uh first things first, let me start grabbing. We are gonna do the Palladium fantasy book. So let me go to that video. Actually, I don't have to go to that video. I will show you everything I'm doing right here. Share screen, and I'm just going to do it this way. So you might, hopefully, I don't dox myself, but whatever. All right, I am copying this first video. This is for Palladium Fantasy, second edition hardcover, and then I'm going to go to the random comment picker. And you guys, I said V. You guys remember that they're filtered duplicates. Uh, I don't care about the rest. Include the hashtag. Yep, right here. What is it? It's not giveaway. It's hashtag P-A-L-L-A-D-I-U-M-B-O-O-K-S. That was the hashtag you're supposed to win. And some people didn't put in the hashtag. And guess what? You can't win. You are not going to be entered in the contest. Hopefully, uh, yeah. So oh, there we go. Spin for longer. Make, make sure you got the spin oh, count. Right. Thank you for... So uh, where is it? Include, exclude, blacklist users, add extra entries, remove... Okay. Um... Apparently, I can't. Oh, no, it's just picking the names right now. Oh, okay. Please enter the video URL and click get YouTube comments. So I got to do this correctly. That is the URL. Where's the get comments? Oh, psh, right there, dumbass. All right. Amount of unique comments, seven. So there are seven. Now, do I get to change the speed of it? I guess not. I don't know. We're just going to start it and we're going to see what happens. So this one might be short. So here we go. Start. And for the Palladium Fantasy 2nd Edition, Shadow, Shadow and Sun. Well, I can validate you. <laughs> You're easy yeah. to validate. All yeah. right, Shadow and Sun, you are going to get a copy of a, a hard copy. Because I know he lives in California. Um, I need to write this down on. Been a long-time viewer. He also joins us on the Saturday Night Chill, or Friday Night, Friday Night Chill stream. So congratulations to him, Shadow. Don't worry, guys. we got three more books. Three more books. Uh, if you haven't already, if I don't see at least five hacks, hacksers rigged in comments, then you guys aren't watching. Um, <laughs> uh, Palladium Fantasy Second Edition. All right. And again, we're still going to work on trying to get that signed. So you're not going to get it right away. I'm saving this uh, to give to Kevin once he's available. I'm not going to bug him anymore. <laughs> that Gen Con. Um, so that is number one. That's for Palladium Fantasy. Now we're going to Heroes Unlimited RPG hardcover. All right. Hardcover even. Let's go. Yeah, these are all hardcovers. Oh, the person who wins the After the Bomb book is going to get a better version of the book than I have. Yeah. Lame. Can yeah, I just send you mine? Can I just send you mine? <laughs> <laughs> Max will sign it. Also, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so let's get these comments. Sorry, the caption. Oh, sorry, I didn't do my math here. 
Hey, six, only six, only six people wanted Heroes Unlimited. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, you people suck. And right. away we go. Here we go. Here we go. And uh, Kill, Kill Raven. Raven. I think it's watching Kill Raven. Since you're watching right now, at least I thought I thought I saw you here. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, can you send him the link to? Uh, yeah. To this, and then what I need you to do is I need you to put in your mailing address and email address in private chat here. Okay. Um, can't find him. Uh oh, is he not watching anymore? Kill Raven, if you're here, go ahead and say something. All right. I'll nope, give you I'll nice. give you a moment for that. Is a nice long comment here. I am not seeing him anywhere in chat. He says right there. Says I'm here. Oh, okay. Where? So, uh, well, he's in YouTube. Oh, he's in YouTube. Okay, stand by. I gotta yeah, go. He's, to yeah, he's got to get the. Uh, we can send the public link that we'll just only talk to him. <laughs> uh, don't worry, you don't have to talk to us. You don't need a camera or anything. We just need you to pop on in here. Uh, there will be a private chat in the upper right that you can click on and just give us your your address and email address. Excuse me, and I will copy that. And by the way, don't mess it up because I'm literally going to copy and paste. I am not retyping this or anything. So if you mess it up, that's not on me. <laughs> Shadow and Sun, same thing. If you want to pop on in here and put your put your address in there, else you can send it to me on Discord because I know who you are on Discord. All right, there we go. Uh, don't see him. Where, where? Oh, there he is. There he is. Okay, I see him now. I see him now. I see him now. I can't actually just message him at any point. I just got just got to put it in the chat. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. You can make it publicly. We'll just talk to yeah. him only. Okay, this is for this is for uh for Kill Raven only. Come on in. Come in, in the green room, and then you can uh, you can private message your information to us. And then leave. And it's fine. Just make sure it includes your full mailing address and your email address. Yes. And I will delete all of this once you confirm you have the book. Yes. I don't keep your stuff. And well, not, it hasn't happened recently in old uh, in old giveaways. People are like, you should have my information already. It's like, no, I don't keep your nonsense. I didn't know you could hear that. What? The tooting in the background? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could hear. Yeah, that's, that's that's my son. He's got to practice his trumpet. Don't worry, it only lasts for fifteen minutes. <laughs> Are we ready to move on to the next one, or should we wait? Well, we yeah, are. we can move. We can move on to the next one. Yeah, we can move on. It's fine. Okay, the next one is for after the bomb. Okay, uh, Kill Raven's getting an error trying to come into Streamyards. So he wants to send it a Discord. Is is Killraven your your name on Discord as well? If it's linked to your YouTube account, that's fine because I can yeah. validate that. Yeah, yeah, you can validate then, but uh, you'll have to tell us. Oops, we'll get to that. <laughs> I kind of gave away something we're going to talk about in segment two. <laughs> so. Thought I was having an audio stroke. No, you weren't. You're fine. <laughs> All right, got you... that again. Let's do the capture. This is for After the Bomb with bonus content. Seven more people wanted after the bomb than Heroes Unlimited. I bet you the Heroes Unlimited forgot the hashtag. Probably. 
All right, we got seven comments. Here we go for okay. After the Bomb with bonus nonsense. And Darth Darthic. Nice. Congratulations. I like, I like seeing these people who have followed us a while win because, you know, we normally have to give out one or two to people we've never heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> so I like the fact that we're giving these things away to people who've been watching us a while. That's good stuff. Yeah, for all of you here that are new or new-ish, uh, our first giveaways was just littered with who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> yeah, and people who didn't respond. So I, after the fact, had to find a way to give the book to somebody else. Like I would mm -hmm. wait two weeks. Sometimes I'm not waiting two weeks this time. The rules state how long it can. Uh, we'll wait for this, and I'll, I'll go over that in just a second. But let me put this in here. Oh, it's the only one he tried for. This oh, is the only awesome. one he tried for. Yeah. I have the other one. Well, good, good on you. You got it. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. What you wanted. You know, I didn't read the other guy's comments and I should have done that. But he says, I've never had uh, had a copy of this or TMNT. I've been curious, but never had the money or chance to buy it at the same time. Have a few friends that are TMNT fans. I'm hoping this will be a hit with them. And the thing is, is you can actually run this in a modern setting. You don't need the old TMNT books to make it work. What right. you do then is you just uh, do the almost you're doing a Heroes Unlimited thing uh, to some degree. I, I, I like the original TMNT a little better than After the Bomb, but I would. It's I'd do after the bombs. What's that? There it is. It's not in print, so there you go. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Darthik, great. Darthik is okay, here. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and PM your uh, your address, your full mailing address, and your and your email address as a private message. And you then should, you should see a chat, a little tab at the top that says private, private chat tab on the top right. It's on the far right, actually. I'm sorry. We see it a little differently. So, and then the last one. And this is for what we're covering right now, which is Beyond the Supernatural, a game I'm guessing a lot of people don't have. I'm guessing that too. We'll see how many people want to do this. Can I do my four plus one math? All right. Eight, eight comments. Yep. Highest okay. one. I still think that's a low level of comments because I thought it I saw should, more, but yeah, hey, that's a little low, but okay. That's fine. It's fine. Here we go. And we got Chicken Bullion Cube. Cube. Another person who's been watching us for a while. So good, good, good. And Chicken Bullion Cube. Actually, I can verify him on Discord if he wants to do it that way because uh, I know who he is on Discord. Discord is linked. Yeah. Yep. His Discord is linked to YouTube, so he can do it. Uh, and he got uh, uh, Beyond the Supernatural over here as well. You want to read his comment in the meantime? Can you see that? Uh, I can't. I can't see it. No problem. Uh, requiring the players and other paranormal investigators be the only people in knowledge who know are willing to know about the paranormal sounds like a lot of fun with modern day setting. It's fun in a game to have more methods of proof while at the same time the tech also makes it that much easier to fake. My heart bleeds for people hunting Bigfoot today. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations to everybody that won. Uh, I'm guessing Darthiak is uh, making sure validating that he typed everything incorrectly. So that we don't I, I've actually had it happen where somebody sent me a bad email Long address email. and didn't yeah. get the product. And because it still cost me money. No, I'm not going to fix that for you. This case, I just need your email address for confirmation purposes. No, nothing else. It's like I can be in communication with you to say, hey, um, this is what the status is and so forth. All right. That is uh that is it.
you stop sharing. Congratulations to the winners. Absolutely. I hope, I hope we can get them signed for you by Kevin. That'd be awesome. And, I uh, I, I can't promise that, that you're going to get cool little doodles like some people get. <laughs> Apparently I never got a doodle. <laughs> and Darth Deke said that was the only one that he went for. Oh yeah. So, oh, that was Definitely, for, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was, yeah. That the only was one he tried for was after yep. bomb. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, I'll wait here. Uh, if Darth Deke, if you have, if you are having problems, oh, there we go. There we go. I got it. So I'm going to copy and paste this right now into my little file over here. That's Darth Theod. This is Darth Theod. Perfect. All right. Yeah, you can go ahead and jump out then. Uh, once again, thank you very much for being a subscriber, a member, watching. And let me save this. File, save as. No, don't save there. That's a bad place to save. Here is my Legion of Myth folder. There it is. Lading books giveaway. Save. There we go. That is saved. And like I said, I do not have Discord open if anybody's sending me messages there. Uh, let me say thank you to Darthia here. Thank you. And then I am going to remove you from the stream. Oh, he removed himself. So good on him. Righty, let's get back to this. That was uh, that was great. And that was actually one of the simplest, easiest ones we've done in a long time. So uh, we uh, a lot of times we'll have uh, problems where you can't get a hold of people, but everybody was here. That is great. That's a testament to you guys. And we we absolutely we do this because we appreciate your support. Uh, and watching us and, and sharing our videos and especially, you know, on the Friday night show stream coming in and giving me a hard time. It's all good. It's all good time. So uh, thank Plus you for that. Right Plus it's a tax rate off. Plus it's a tax rate off. Well, in this case, it's more of a tax rate off for Kevin than for me, because other than shipping, I'm not paying for them. So that's true. Yeah. Well, I, I say that like that's been, you know, written in stone. That's the plan. No. Okay. So, um, I don't want to, I don't like volunteering people for things, so, uh, but he was the one that came up with it and he even offered a possibly, you know, more items than just four, but since we went with hardcovers and so forth and you know, didn't pick some pencils out of there, I figured, you know what, four is good enough. And then I'm going to talk to him about the gift certificate and uh, um, uh, what's a PDF for next week and yeah, go with that. Okay. I can close that out. I can close that out. Oh, I didn't make a graphic for this. Well, so I guess I'll just start with the disclaimer. Okay. Because I'm going to need this disclaimer today. Yes, you are. I've already warned Heathen Dog I'm going to need this disclaimer today. So uh, let's, let's read this disclaimer here. Opinions and comments belong to the individual. They do not represent the entirety of Legion of Myth. Yeah, there are some weirdos in chat who might not agree with me on things. It's weird. I don't know why they watch if they don't agree with me because I want to be in an echo chamber. I don't know about you guys. Uh, <laughs> Hyperbole, satire. I want to be in an echo chamber. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, there you go. I want to be in an echo chamber. I don't know about you guys. There you go. <laughs> Keep doing it. I'll get quieter and quieter. No. <laughs> Hyperbole, satire, stereotypes, generalizations, assumptions, insults, and off-color language are often and intentionally used for simplicity or effect. This is partly an entertainment show, and you guys have told me more than once that you want Max's rants. Well, you're going to get one today. 
And this is going to come up during the video, but it's meaningful. It's not just me ranting because somebody said something poo-poo. This is me ranting because it actually shows exactly what I'm trying to tell you guys when I state this next one. He, him, and his have been gender-neutral pronouns since the mid-1700s. Merriam-Webster defines he as used in a generic sense or when gender of the person is unspecified. The current 2017 edition of the Chicago Manual Sale does not support they in the singular. Look up pronoun antecedent agreement. And singular they is exclusionary to people who do not have multiple personality disorder or other mental derangements. America! This content is not meant for children under the age of 13. By the way, Canadians and, and Uckians and the people that live on the underside of the flat earth, I don't need to hear from you because I don't care how you speak. You can have your Queen's English. I don't have a Queen. So F off. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Hashtag RPGate. Escapism, not representation. Entertainment over activism. Natural inclusion, not forced diversity. And there's a website, Discord, Locals, Redbubble. And that's our live stream schedule where Heathen Dog plays on Thursdays and Saturdays and he rage quits out of Dungeons and Dragons online, apparently. And they also have some successes. And I like to call them Heathen Dog and his amazing lackeys. And <laughs> that actually comes from uh, one of my first, uh, my, my, my first real Earth Dawn group. They're trying to create a group pattern and they're coming up with a name for it. And the guy who played uh, the Obsidian said, Iron Ore and his amazing lackeys. By the way, the party turned that down, but it stuck. <laughs> so, uh, did not become the group pattern name. Anywho, there you go. You can uh, and you can watch us on Sundays and Fridays. All right, I'm actually going to swap this over today because I have some notes. So, if we miss chat, of course, at all times, be sure to subscribe, like, and share, 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 share. I'm almost always demonetized. <laughs> Not, not always, but almost always because of the nonsense that we do here. But it's fun, and you know what? It's good for you. It puts chest hair on you. If you're a girl, well, get you bigger boobs or something. I don't know. Share. Share screen. Nope, I have to do it by screen this time. Nope, that's the wrong one. That's the right one. Share my audio. Sharing my audio. So today, we are going to talk about Jenny D., Somebody who in our circles is mocked, um, mostly because she has a, you know, let's be fair, we're grognards, and she likes to antagonize us as grognards. Um, why, why, I didn't mean to, oh, I meant to hide that, not stop sharing. See, pro streamer. Do that again. Um, there we go. Hide. Um, and, you know, she's had some hot takes. I don't really watch her. Uh, for various reasons uh, with that I will get into at some point. In fact, now I do have to, because my notes are hidden behind her right now. So there we go again. Pro streamer, keep saying it. I don't care. Uh, no, shut up. You shut up. I'm not ready for you yet. Uh, I need this over here, and I need this over. Oh, you still right there. All right, back you up. So anywho, she made a video recently. Uh, within the last few days, apparently August 3rd. So she yeah, a few days ago, essentially backtracking on something that she said a couple of years ago. And I share. So we're going to see what that was. And, and effectively it was, what did she do? She called out people who optimize their characters and like, ah, oh, you're bad players. Or is that what she said? We don't know. So, all right. 
are we ready to hear from the modern-day Tammy Faye Baker, the daughter of Ronald McDonald, in her vast one year of D&D experience based on Critical Role, because we know that is pure D&D at its finest. Yep. As she tries to tell us how those of us who have been playing more years than she is, even is of age. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Um, but here's the real takeaway. I, I ask you this. Is she sincere? Um, does she really reflect on her previous message? And is she just doing this because she caught a lot of flack and decided, you know what, maybe I, need to, maybe I need to play nice for a minute. I don't know. You decide and tell us in the comments. I do not have the stream stuff up because I have my notes up. So anything that happens uh, in StreamYard, I'm not going to see right now. So Heathen Dog's got that. And why can't I hit the play button? Because it's behind my stupid bar, which my bar should be hidden. Hold on. Let me hide my dumb taskbar. Should auto hide. Uh, taskbar settings. Oh, I have to go here now? Off. Go away. And it didn't work. Whatever. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Around two years ago, I made a video called Why You Should Build Your D&D Character Wrong. This has made a lot of people very angry and been widely regarded as a bad move. I made that video because I was annoyed at people telling me that I built my character Ashling wrong. What I didn't realize at the time was that by making this video, I was unknowingly entering a battle that the D&D community had been waging for many, many years. Well, I've learned my lesson and I've changed my mind. So today I am asking that you join me while I roast my past self. Before she goes into this, I, and I'm asking you guys out there, what are your thoughts on somebody who'd been playing the game a year? I, so so let, me, let me backtrack. You're, you're an American, at least I think she's American. Maybe she's Canadian. I don't know. But, uh, but she's an American. She has the right to make YouTube videos. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Fully believe that. Fully sincerely will tell you she has all the right in the world to make whatever videos she wants to make. But what do you guys think of somebody who's been playing the game a year, now apparently three years, having, we'll just say it, the audacity to go on YouTube and try to tell others how to play and what the right way of playing is? Well, you know what? I, I think it's valid because I, I want to hear what, what a new player thinks because it, it's a mindset that I may not be able to put myself in anymore. Sure. But she so, comes across as authoritative when she does it. Okay. Well, she, she's authoritative with, with her opinion and her experience. I can get behind that 100% fully respect it. But when you start being, a, you know, being authoritative on other people's opinions, how other people play, that's when we go off the rails. Now, so far, what she said was she got mad because people told her she made her character wrong. I'd get mad at that, too. I hate that. There is only one way to make your character wrong. That's when you that's when you make your character ineffective at their job. Like you make a fighter that can't fight. Or a or 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 a cleric that that cannot heal at all. I mean, it's not your main job, but it's part of your job. So that's the only way to make your character wrong. A, a, a barbarian that 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 uh can't can't use weapons. Okay. You probably made your character wrong. But other than that, you know, if she's talking about the the lack of min-maxing, then I'm on her side. You shouldn't have to min-max your character to have fun playing it and be useful. The only way to make your character wrong is to break it. 
go against your class. Okay. Now, if she's talking about that, uh, I'm on board. Well, she'll definitely dive into that because I have watched this video. So uh, you're spoiling something. No. <laughs> he hasn't seen the video at all. Um, I video. I, I'll tell you, I have a little bit different take, and, and, and but it's a, it's kind of a, a, a semantic take because I agree with Heathen Dog and the fact that absolutely she has all the right in the world to be on here to give her opinion, and he is right. I tell this to people at my job. I've been doing my job for so long. Like when I, when I worked in my last position where I was there for like 11 years, basically, and somebody new would come in, I'd say, look, I've been doing this a long time. I know what I'm doing, et cetera, et cetera. But if you have something that you think is better, I'm going to counter you because I'm going to tell you why I do it. But if you still think your way is better, we'll look at it because I, I might be locked into doing it this way just because it's a comfort level. There's nothing wrong with pointing out stuff. Like I said, my problem comes in, if you watch some of her videos, and I haven't watched them in probably well over a year, but some of her earlier videos was always like, this is right, you know, uh, this is how you should do it, and if you're not doing it this way, then, then you're wrong. And she used to really hit Grognards har, hard. Like, okay, Grognards, go ahead and get mad at me now. Like, no, I just won't watch your shit. Click, Because <laughs> I will tell you, this is my opinion. If you have not been DMing for 10 years, because there's so many nuances that happen in play over time, and she's actually going to talk about this a little bit, so many nuances that happen by having different groups, or even the same group, it might happen slower because it's the same group over and over again, that, uh, that you don't come across your first year or two or three of gaming that you all of a sudden have to account for, whether it's high-level play or characters trying something new because this person, the, the player, read a book and wants to try something weird. If you haven't got a decade of experience in this, I, I kind of smile and say, okay, that's an opinion. I will listen, but I'm definitely not going to let you come across as if I, uh, I know what I'm doing. No, you don't. I barely know what I've been doing. I've been doing this for what, 37 years. No, because it keeps changing. So anywho, um, all right, let's hit play. If you haven't seen the video in question, I will put it into the cards for you. But the short version is that I was trying to convince people, particularly people who usually optimize their character builds, to consider intentionally building a weakness into a character, like picking suboptimal spells, choosing attribute scores based on character instead of class, or choosing multi-classes that don't necessarily complement each other. I had reasoning for this, and we will get to why that reasoning was not great. But first, I want to explain the context for this video. The first thing to understand is that I was pretty new to D&D. I originally started playing D&D in 2019 after falling in love with Critical Role. When I made that video... The worst way to get into the hobby. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that Critical Role brought people in, but I use my own experience on this. I, I, I've told you guys about my Earth Dawn group because those were all people that watched Critical Role. And uh, their expectations of a game group were not reality. The critical role is great. And to some degree, for some people's playstyle, that might be the quote-unquote perfect group. Uh, it's just not reality. You're not going to find that. I mean, they're, they're, they're all trained at improv. They're all voice actors. They all do this stuff professionally. If that's your expectation, good plus, luck. Hang on. Plus, plus there's, a, there's something in the chat here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, where is it? There we go. Blue hair, don't care. Yeah. Opinion in, invalid. Now, I I agree. Uh, someone someone who dyes their hair on natural colors, I put I rank with people with neck and face tattoos. 
they make bad decisions. I don't want to be around them in case one of their bad decisions affects me. She's going to actually bring that up. Just get out. (laughs) She's she's going to bring that up. Okay, good. So, uh, all right, yeah, let's go on. I'd been playing for about a year in just one group, and I hadn't done much DMing yet. This obviously colored my perspective. The other thing to keep in mind is that people genuinely were really shitty to me about Ashling. Even though I said over and over that I was happy with her and that the other players at my table were happy with her, people just could not stop themselves from telling me that I was having fun with my friends incorrectly. And I'm not gonna lie, it made me mad and I got defensive. But the lesson I I took away from that experience and the message of that video, that's where I screwed up. Uh, look, I actually, I so don't far, have, a I, I, I'm on with her. Yeah. So far I'm on board. Well, I, I'm on with her except for, uh, look, I know a lot of people like to say, as long as you're having fun, you're doing everything right. I think that's bullshit. I think it's mostly true. It hits the Pareto solution of truth, right? The 80% solution, if not higher, but uh, you know, and we've talked about it here. There is a way to have bad wrong fun. I'm not saying hers is that I'm just saying there is a way to have bad wrong fun. Okay. Uh, and I have no problem telling people that, uh, that you're playing wrong. (laughs) If, you know, a lot of times we do it here as hyperbole. A lot of times we do it here just to get your emotions built up to write some comments in the description. But there are some extreme cases where, yes, you're having good, bad, wrong fun. Uh, now with that in mind, I, I agree with Ethan dog. She hasn't done anything messed up. And I don't know if my next notes are for now or for later, but I'll come back to them if necessary. So let's just hit play. I watched my own video back to figure out all the stuff that I messed up. So let's go down the list. Yes, Tammy Faye, please. I want you to play a character who isn't optimized. I know, I can hear the old guards screaming. I made this joke because I was envisioning my generation of players, you know, the blue hair and pronouns crew, the critical role generation, whatever you want to call us, as the new guard. But as I've learned more about the history of D&D, I've learned that the true old school players, the people who played basic D&D and AD&D, have a reputation for prioritizing roleplay and storytelling. While it's the new school of D&D, that is 3.0 and onwards, that has trended towards optimization. I have to give her a ton of credit here for saying yeah. fuck 3-0 players because yes fuck 3-0 players yeah oh so you know what I, i'm her hair's starting to look normal to me now it's, it's, it's starting it's, it's starting to look blonde now i don't know maybe it's the trick of my eyes i don't know you're looking at the black and white image oh there it is <laughs> there yeah, yeah. Like, oh no it's starting to look starting to look pretty normal i don't know like no, her, and, and, and I generally agree because it's hard to min-max a game that doesn't have a big skill list. It's hard to min-max a game that is that is nothing but like six attributes and whatever your race is, right? It's yeah. it's because of 3-0 and with the, with the addition of feats and addition of that, that skill list and then how those feats worked with that skill list to synergize. Oh, a- absolutely. She, she hit the... She actually knocked it out of the park right there when she called out the 3-0 players because that's where it started. And I'm going to have a comment a little bit later about that, uh, the 3-0 stuff. But I, I, I'm going to make this comment now. Maybe it's more appropriate later, but I didn't timestamp this. So um, I feel it's important for a character to be viable. Mm. Another V word. Viable. Doesn't have to be optimized on one extreme end. And it doesn't have, and in fact, don't make a character that's against type on the other end. Uh, those are both bad extremes, though in a certain type of campaign, the optimized character may actually be necessary. 
And she'll kind of talk about that towards the end of the video. But don't play against type. It's stupid. You're stupid. And this is bad wrong fun right here. If you play against type, you're a bad player. GTFO. Fuck off. Or as he and Doug would say, fuck yourself off a bridge with Dan. Yep. Uh, other than that, just make a viable character, whether that's based on a theme. That's how I do it. Organically through play or just pure statistical optimization. That is fine. Um, but I, and I'll talk about it later, but there is a there is a downside to that. But she's going to touch on that. And I want to give her the ability to say it first. So. Basically, I was lumping everyone who came before me into one group and showing my ass by admitting that I didn't understand the history of what for me was a new hobby. I am suggesting that it is okay and even good to try creating a character who has complexity and doesn't look like every other D&D character that anyone ever makes. Okay, I have no excuse for this. This is just shitty. I'm basically no, saying that if you optimize, your characters aren't unique. And that is both rude and completely no, false. No, it's actually true. Okay. She okay. didn't say, well, first of all, she didn't say that at all. She's no. reading into her own commentary. She's getting into her own head during that. She didn't say that. Go ahead, go ahead. And, and the thing is, uh, uh, if, if a fighter is optimized, like min-maxed, to the to the, it's going to look like other fighters like you you've you've had that problem max with the with the darts and the fighter with the with oh, the darts. Yeah. second edition if you want to break a fighter yeah. in second edition a d and d a couple of caveats they ha you have to play a speed factor which you're supposed to and there's some things you take a high strength fighter that uses darts as the primary weapon at i think it's level six or something you uh you dual class into thief and now and, and now you're throwing out 100 darts every round and they're doing fantastic amounts backstab of damage, damage like, and yep yeah yeah they're they're they're, they're like a 50 caliber rounds just throwing them out there <laughs> it's crazy but yeah like like that they're all going to look the same they are but you know the the thing is uh just just roll it, it 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 it's it's easy if you just roll a character the way the rules say 3d6 down the line and you're you're never going to have a character that's be the same. You're going to have a character that has a dump stat. You're going to have a character that's bad at something, and that and that is that is your turn to to be different. That's your turn to role play. A side note to you: all of my 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 chat window in uh, Streamyards is absolutely blank. Oh, really? Okay. Well, the the remote is for is is for cinematic effect. It yeah, really yeah. She's, she's just doing that. Yeah, she, she's fine. just doing that for fun. Uh, so I, hopefully if there's, if there's, I'm seeing some good chat over here. I don't know if you have any start or not. I, I seriously, it's blank and I'm not in private chat. So private chat, I can read comments. I cannot read over in StreamYard. So okay. I'm just letting you know. So if you can pay attention to that, I'm looking at it over here, but I can't star anything. So. It is very silly to suggest that not being able to create a character that is both unique and effective somehow makes you more creative rather than less. I, of all people, shouldn't be out here acting like it's the race-class combo that defines how unusual a character is. A truly inventive player would have no problem designing 10 half-orc barbarians that have different personalities and different backstories. I mean, I'm the one out here creating nothing but elves and tieflings, so who am I to throw shade? So she's a bad player. Got it. <laughs> well, Anybody at least she admits it. Yeah, anybody who makes tieflings, bad player. I mean, usually, hang on. Usually, uh, people who who you you can destroy their identity with a washcloth <laughs> and and a little time for the hair to grow out. Usually, they they don't they don't have the the uh, self awareness to actually you know put themselves on blast. So this is something. 
Yeah, one of the things, again, I, I don't have this timestamp, so I don't know if this is the appropriate place to say it, but I, I think since we're paused and I want to pause every five seconds, um, I will say that she puts too much emphasis on a character's personality. So I'm a role player. Heathen Dog knows this. Heathen Dog's a role player. More so than many others of you out there. Less so than some others out there, especially based on your definition of role play. Uh, you, can, you can look to Shauna for that as an example. But... Um, I don't put that much emphasis on the personality of my character until play starts. I'll have an idea, like I'm going to do this, or I want this as a catchphrase, or I'll do these things. Yeah. But it isn't until I synergize with the rest of the players at the table that I actually develop the long-term personality for the character. And that, and that is a good plan, because uh, the only times I've, I've ever roleplay failed is when I have fully fleshed out my character in my head before game started. Because then I realized that, oh crap, this this whole backstory and personality I made for the character in, in the bubble of me. Would you like to talk about your abjurer now or later? <laughs> yeah, does not mesh with the group. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then, what is it, abjurer, diviner that does not like adventurers? How's that yeah. going to work for you? It, it Hey, it worked in my head. It did not work in practice. It would be an interesting character if I were writing a book, but not playing a game. Right. <laughs> Weaknesses leave room for growth. Mm -hmm. I have said this before, lots of people have. Storyteller system does it, bakes it into the game. And weaknesses yeah. can be one of the most compelling parts of a story. It gives the character something to overcome and somewhere to grow. I'm missing a really obvious thing here, which is that optimized characters do have weaknesses. That's why so many wizards are easy to hit and why so many strength-based characters have low intelligence or charisma. Weaknesses are literally built into the game because if you were good at everything, that would be really boring. I'm gonna give her credit for something here. Um, she has a very good presentation. The way she's doing this, and I actually think that that remote is pausing her video because you can actually buy those, is actually pausing her video. Um, but uh, the the way her the way she uses the camera, and and how she puts this together, this is somebody who either has help or has learned how to be a good YouTuber. Oh, what's this? You discover, create a character story as the game progresses. Right. It's so the the term that that uh, somebody schooled me on a year or so ago is emergent storytelling. Storytelling doesn't happen beforehand and doesn't necessarily happen exactly at the time, but it comes from playing the game. So, and that's how I treat my characters as well. I have my one paragraph startup as to where my character came from. For example, my warlock that I said, who the reason he became a warlock was the reasons I won't get into it here, but that's pretty much it. And then as the role play happens and I see how the other players are at the table, I can start to put things together. I don't even like the idea of people coming like, I have a mother and a brother and a sister. My dad was killed, blah, blah, blah. Because some of that can, can be fun to... Well, I was actually thinking that my parents did the trope. My parents were killed, but now I want to say that they were enslaved because this is why we're going after the orc, the orc uh, slavers, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can change that up and now it becomes an adventure hook for your character. Don't make up too much beforehand. Yeah. Also, yeah. If your character doesn't get past level two, what the hell is the point of all that? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Not to mention that there are plenty of weaknesses that you can write into a character's personality without necessarily baking it into their build. Your PC can be selfish or cowardly or naive. You absolutely do not have to intentionally build your character ineffectively in order to create flaws. In fact, you should be ineffective. Some of the right choices Viable is important. Line up with your character's backstory or personality. 
This is actually me perpetuating another really common amateur mistake in the D&D community, and that is prioritizing the flavor of your mechanical choices over the actual impact on gameplay. For example, just because you want your character to play music doesn't mean that they have to be a bard. If you want to play a super intelligent singer who spent their youth doing rigorous magical vocal training, who carries a spellbook full of sheet music, a wizard would suit your concept better than a bard. Learning to look past the flavor and see each class ability and spell for what it actually does in the game is a really useful skill that inevitably leads to better builds that are more closely aligned with what the player actually wants. What's the point of being given choices if some of them are wrong? If it's not against the rules, it's not wrong. Period. Okay, I get what I was going for here, but the implication of this statement is that if no choice can be wrong, every choice should be right, which kind of implies that every choice should be equal. I'm glad. I mean, I, I think she she how do you say it? Uh, she brings it back. She understands this pretty well, I think. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much more to say about that. I just want to comment on the fact that the fact that she recognized what she did there because she was wrong. You know, just because it's a choice, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. And that should is important. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a bad game that gives you all those choices and not have them. Viable. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna harp on that word viable. Oh wow, pre-blocking. <laughs> and if that were true, what would be the point of having choices at all? We might as well just play pre-made characters. Of course, some choices are gonna be smarter and more effective. And thankfully, DD is really complex, so there isn't just one choice it's that's not that right complex. and one choice that's wrong. Your character build choices interact with each other. It's not like optimizers are just copy-pasting one perfect character. Min-maxing is a complicated puzzle, and figuring out which choices play well with other choices is a crucial part of what makes strategy games fun at all. I am not telling you how to play. I don't like when people tell me how to play, so I would not want to do that to you. And yet, that's basically what I did. Nice. See, but I don't that feel that. That's not all. I left the biggest way that I screwed up for last. And this screw up is so widespread in the D&D community that it has its own name. Okay, we're going to skip that because she goes into an ad. Um, I, I'll just say, I don't feel that she said that at all. Like, I know she thinks she said that. I know people attacked her for saying that. But I don't think she said that. I, I never once heard her say, if you do it other ways, you're wrong. I heard her say, you should do it this way or you should try to do it this way because I think it's better. She's much more amicable about amicable. There we go about this than I would be. But in terms, you know how, how we talk here, uh, yeah. you know, with the hyperbole and so forth. So I didn't take that. Uh, I don't know. I didn't feel that she was saying that. I felt that she was giving her experience. But my problem is that she has no experience. <laughs> so, uh, so we're gonna skip the ad and get ready for a max rant. Okay. The Stormwind fallacy, also known as the roleplayer versus roleplayer fallacy, was created in 2006 by Tempest Stormwind. No, it was not. Okay. This is revisionist history, and I get why she got why she did that. I'm not blaming her for it. This is something that goes back to even before the 80s. <laughs> like when when I was playing. It's roleplayer R O L E versus R O L L, you know, player. It is yeah, something. It, it, it happened be uh, when uh, when games like like D and D that were built off of uh, you know board dice strategy games 
and started to started to move into more storyline stuff, that's when this whole thing started where you, you brought people from say, you know, mech warrior or or 40k or whatever oh, before even then but yeah before stuff like that you know uh strategy games that everything was solved with dice everything was solved with dice now now the role-playing game started moving away from that and that's when the division started right so i think and i could be i didn't pick up a book because i watched this video like a half hour before we started streaming today to verify this but i want to say that gygax was even writing about this in his books i seem to remember him writing that in like his role-playing mastery book that there's role play versus role play i could be wrong i'm not trying to but but i do know without a doubt that this was an issue long before then now now her point with the 2006 thing is because there's a forum post it's this uh storm wind whatever blah 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 fallacy uh that i don't believe is a full-on fallacy but i i get what the point that is trying to be made i just don't like the fact that somebody in you know that post on a watsi forum in 2006 is getting credit for something that's been going on been since before i was even in the hobby yeah in the in the early 80s so um rant hasn't started yet a user on the now defunct wizards of the coast community forums stormwind was labeling and disputing an assumption that he and many other players had noticed in DD discourse his claim is as follows just because what oh yeah there it is there it is yep i'm, I'm gonna give you a minute rant on I know some of you people don't like to hear this shit from me, but you're going to fucking hear it because I'm going to beat this into you and you're going to fucking learn it or I'm going to keep screaming at you like a bad dog. This is not the quote. Anybody who understands citations in uh, in journalism will see this here. Just because the original quote is just because someone optimizes his characters, his not there. When you put it in brackets like that, you're saying, Oh, you're stupid. I'm making a correction. There's two ways to do that. The first way is to put it in brackets and put in the word you want to use. The second way is to put sick S I C to say, I wasn't the idiot that put that word before me. That's just the way it was. People are like, why do you get, but why do you get butthurt about these pronouns? She's literally gone in and changed what the person said. She is trying to control language, not her personally necessarily, but she's indefinitely injecting her activism into this where she's saying, oh, I can't have him. I can't have it says uh, just because one optimizes his characters. He is fucking gender neutral. And I'm going to show you it again right now that he is gender neutral definition right there merriam-webster which is the Eng american english de facto standard number two used in a generic sense where the gender of the person is unspecified one should do the best he can he he that hath ears to hear let him hear it's not just about dudes she went in and corrected it as if the person was wrong the person was not wrong Two reasons for that. Number one, this is current as of what, what the fuck is today's date? August 7th, 2022. This is still correct. Number one. So she corrected something that actually wasn't incorrect. Number two. Now somebody's going to be, but Max, if you type in they, you're going to see that they is blah, blah, blah. Go to legionofmyth.tv slash pronouns. I have all of your fucking stupid ass idiot arguments countered there. Except for the one that says, well, I don't agree with you. I'm going to do it my way because I like it better. That's not a fucking argument. I gave you actual arguments there. 
legionofmyth.tv slash pronouns with an S at the end of there. Read it. It will counter your stupid arguments. Now, with that said, Chicago Manual style still has not changed. The activism came in in 2018. That's when Merriam-Webster added it to the dictionary to say they can be used in the singular. That article was written in 2006. He did nothing wrong. You don't have the fucking authority, you dumb cunt, to go in there and change the English language. This is why, folks, that I say, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. They're trying to change the language. She corrected it like she knew better and she was fucking wrong. Don't let them do this. Okay? It is a small deal. Why do you care? Why do I care? For exactly this right here. For exactly this. He who controls the language controls the discussion. He who destroys history owns the future. Or controls the future. This is why I care. I told you guys I wasn't going to do this much when it comes to RPG Digest anymore. I was going to leave it to the Friday Night Show stream if I ever did this. I was letting her say her things. I actually heard Heathen Dog say it earlier as well. Whatever. But this right here is in your face. She changed it because she thinks she's better than you or the person wrote incorrectly. And he did not write incorrectly. Anybody uh, ready to go on? <laughs> yeah. got, Jen's first time crappy. chatter says, wow. See, I love that for a first time chat. Says, wow. Go. So and then we got the wow. Yeah, there you go. Thanks there for showing go. up. Now, uh, the, I, I will go further, or uh, maybe, maybe not further. Because I say, this doesn't bother line. you like it does me. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, it does bother me in the way that someone who is wrong can win if they can somehow change the meaning of, of the words that, that people <laughs> are saying. That's the only way someone who's wrong can actually make themselves right is by controlling language because it's how we communicate ideas. If you can control that, you can make your idea valid, even though it sucks. I mean, how many times is it just like, oh, this happened on, I'm not going to mention the Discord, but it happened on that Discord a couple weeks ago where they shut down the Discord because somebody was calling me a crypto fascist. I didn't know what it meant. And, and we we're called alt-right Nazis. And I said, what does that mean? Well, you, if you have to ask, then you're one. No, you, you have... <laughs> as somebody who lived in germany for 10 years i have an idea what a nazi is yeah you know if you you can't back it up then your your argument has actually no meaning yep but if you can if you can change the language enough your stupid ass argument could win just because now everyone everyone defines you as right and that's that's horrible right so Again, I know I, I've kind of promised you guys that I wouldn't do this on RPG Digest, and, and I've been sticking to that. But here it is in your face why I argue about that. Somebody had the balls to go in and try to correct something that wasn't wrong. And from there, I'll look at chat, but I'll, let's move on. I, I, I'm done with my rant on this portion of it now. Okay. So I knew you'd say that, Crafty, but I didn't care. When I, when I saw this in my face... He couldn't let it go. This, this, this is basically slapping him in the face and 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 you know, calling him a, a little bitch, taunting him. He couldn't. He couldn't let it go. If she had just left the quote there as he wrote it, but still read it her own way, I would have let it drop. Or or if 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 she put in his and then maybe bracketed there, it's a little bit better. I still would have called it out because she you didn't need to do that because it, it isn't wrong. Been better. Because you, you didn't you didn't change the person's quote right. for no reason. Now, Crafty does make a point in the fact that, you know, it is taking away from what the actual video is about. It is. But 
I, I, this is just such a, it was such a perfect time for me to, to go back into that. So, all right, I'm going to hit play again. And we're going to get back to what the, the Stormwind fallacy is. Okay. So what does it say? It says just because one optimizes characters mechanically doesn't mean, and the guy actually did write they in this part, uh, that he cannot also role play and vice versa. So let, let's see what that means. And we've talked about that actual concept on, uh, you know, in our streams before. As one optimizes their characters mechanically does not mean that they cannot also roleplay, and vice versa. He goes into more detail in the post, specifically noting that since D&D both has rules and is a roleplaying game, each player is doing some measure of optimization and some measure of roleplaying, even though their priorities and interests in those areas might vary from player to player. Some people mentioned this fallacy in the comments of my video, and looking back, I absolutely see how I played into this common misunderstanding. I was drawing a direct line from a sub-optimized character build to better roleplay, when in fact, there is absolutely nothing about building your character wrong that makes roleplay easier or harder or affects the quality of the roleplay. Doing the things I suggested in that video is not wrong, but it's also not better. It's just a choice. By targeting that video towards players who like to min-max, I was reinforcing this irrational idea that optimization and roleplay are mutually exclusive. In short, I was wrong. <clears throat> Again, I didn't take that from her initial video. I, I didn't take well, that she was that she was implying that it was wrong, just that something is better. And you know what? As somebody who's a YouTuber with opinions, she's allowed to say that what she does is better. Yeah. But she uh like 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 a lot of people, like 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 I said, whose whose identity can be washed away with a you know, a cloth. <laughs> uh appearances matter and comments matter and dislikes matter. So, <laughs> you know, pa pander to the people who hate you is something I'm never gonna do. But this it, it seems like she made this video because of that even though deep down we all know she wasn't totally wrong i mean she was yeah. she was a little uppity but not wrong. <laughs> are we ever a little uppity i'm i'm stupid uppity it's crazy i'm <laughs> right I'm, I'm, I'm up there <laughs> the only thing that she's honestly done she's done two things and i've already kind of mentioned one of them, that's made me not want to watch her videos one was when she basically uh, effectively come at me grognards in a couple of videos uh, a year year and a half ago whatever it was and the the other one was when she comes off she has no experience but comes off as she's the authority of the hobby it's like yeah you've not been in the hobby but again uh it, it 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 does have validity because i want to know what what new players think they know i want to know that it's i'm either going to learn something new 10 percent of the time or i'm going to be able to correct behavior 90 percent of the time so i want to know that <laughs> basic expert this, this pause looked like she's missing it too. you know that happens when you pause videos people have weird oh faces yeah. or whatever but uh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah right yeah, it's not on purpose I, I again i i do like the fact that she's come out she patently said i was wrong i'm actually defending her on this this part because i just didn't feel that she necessarily was in, in yeah. on that video anyway but uh okay so what changed We've established you? that less than two years ago, I was being loud and wrong. I mean, probably more recently too, but that's subjective. So what happened in that time to change my mind? Well, experience teams, really. First, I spent more time in the tabletop community. The longer <laughs> the I've been playing D&D and talking about it online, the more people who watch and engage with my content, the wider the range of experiences I've gotten to hear about. More than anything, this has just affirmed one of my core beliefs about tabletop gaming. 
every table is different. This is one of those phrases that gets parroted so much that it's practically lost its meaning. But I don't want to just pay lip service here. I want to actually talk about what this means. We're playing a game where even the rule book tells you that you don't have to follow the rules. Hearing stories from other D&D players every day on social media has truly driven home how vast the differences between tables are. People will regularly comment on my videos describing a game so foreign to me that I almost can't believe we're playing the same game. My goal with my videos has always been to help as many people as I can to have more fun, more fulfilling games. And I know that my advice won't suit everyone no matter how hard I try. And trust me, that that's the problem. You're passing off your opinions as advice. <laughs> and that that's that's my negative take on her. Yeah. I have advice for you. You have not been in the hobby enough to have yeah. advice. Yeah. yeah, yeah to, to give advice, it requires two things. It requires experience and someone else acknowledging that experience to give advice. Otherwise, you're just you're just talking out your your face hole. Now, now to, to be fair, she did go back and say, I didn't have the experience then. Right. You still don't have the experience now. Comparatively. Right. And that doesn't mean you have to have 30 years of, of play every yeah. single day. I, I my general and I and I should probably stress this the general rule of thumb. If you're playing every weekend with your sessions uh, and you have at least two groups, I would say maybe maybe five years. I don't know. I mean, it just depends, really. But 10 years is the general rule of thumb. If you've been a DM for 10 years, been playing for 10 years, whatever, uh, even if you've been playing for eight years and DMing for two years, that to me, that's still you got that decade of experience behind. You. You've probably seen a lot of the nuances, the weird stuff that can happen at table, how the the intricacies like of playing with one group that is all about optimization and then playing another group that's damn near LARP and seeing how, you know, you know finding that balance and so forth. But I really feel it takes that amount of time to be able to give advice, suggestions, opinions, options, different stories, advice, passing yourself off as an advice channel. You still don't have it yet. Sorry. Yeah, you have, you have to have credibility to have authority. And she and obviously one year in, you have no credibility or authority. And three years in, in, in our opinion, you still don't. Your opinions are going to carry more weight because of the three years of experience, but I wouldn't consider you uh, any, any kind of, uh, at any kind of authoritative benchmark. Right. Uh, and now to the folks in chat are like, wait a second, I haven't been playing 10 years. Look, it doesn't mean you can't express your opinion. Yeah. Or give ideas. In fact, you probably have great out of the box ideas. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, if, you, if you're gonna come up, I've got advice for dungeon masters. Well, how long have you been playing? I've been playing a year. Hmm, okay. And nope. <laughs> nope. You don't have advice. You have you have uh, opinions that you have that you want to yeah. share, which I may or may not want to listen to. Okay, but uh, you're not giving me advice. No, <laughs> you can you can have an opinion. I'll listen to it, and it may it may even be a good opinion. Oh, to be but, fair, a lot a lot of opinions, even if you don't use them, are, it's like it's like brainstorming, right? You throw a bunch of crap at a wall and see what sticks. See what sticks? Yeah. BC, all my opinions are valid right now. Now send me $50. <laughs> <laughs> Can't 
I try very, very hard. But even if I can't help everyone, I want to do my best to not hurt anyone. And by now, I've seen firsthand how frustrating it is for people who enjoy both role-playing and optimization to constantly be told that those things can't coexist. I can only imagine that those people feel just as frustrated as I did being told that I had built Ashling wrong. And for that, I am truly sorry. The second thing that helped me understand is just that I played in more games. Oh. Ashling was great for the table <laughs> I was playing her at. At that table, combat was pretty loosey-goosey. Many encounters were more focused on problem solving than on methodically shaving off hit points. And most importantly, the other characters at the table were also largely built by folks who were going, ooh, that spell sounds interesting. With the context I had for that video, I can see why I thought my suggestion was clever and thought-provoking. But since then, no, no. I have played hold, in- and Hold on, hold on. Her, her suggestion was, maybe clever is not a great word, but we'll go with it, was clever and it was certainly thought-provoking. There is nothing wrong with what she said in her previous video. At least from what I've heard, from what I've heard so far, I did not see her coming off as you will do it this way or you're a bad player. Yeah, there, I, I didn't I didn't hear any my way or the highway type stuff. Yeah, I, I heard her opinion. I heard it strongly. Yep. And that's fine. Yep. Again, her hair color is starting to look a little normal. I don't know. Weird. <laughs> she's fading in and out, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's fading in and out. Her hair color is going from blonde to green a lot. It's, it's, it's making my eyes hurt. DM'd a lot more games. One-shots and guest appearances, mini campaigns, other long-term ongoing games. And this has shown me that suiting your build to your specific game is absolutely essential. It Let's play that again. And this has shown me that suiting your build to your specific game is absolutely essential. It she knocked it out of the park right, right there. there. There it is. There it is. That that that's that's the the mistake I talked about earlier. I I did not make a, a character uh, suitable for the game for the other players, and so I made my character wrong. I freely admit it. I fucked that one up. Just like I freely admit I fucked up my my last Earth on game yeah. later. And and a lot of the reason I fucked it up is because I was dealing with people like her. And I didn't know that the hobby had gone through this weird transformation or part uh sorry, the mainstream portion of the hobby had gone through that weird transformation. Uh thank God for the OSR now. But uh no, I I had to play that twice because I really felt like she knocked that you can't say it any better than that and and the what i wrote down for my notes was now she gets it yes 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 go jenny d in that one somebody's gonna clip that aren't you it's the only thing they're gonna take from this <laughs> max said go jenny d no she but hey when somebody's right call them right and she was absolutely right there oh uh, this is a max has a hard time listening to some content creators because of misophonia i have several problems because of my <laughs> okay misogynia or whatever it genuinely sucks to bring a story focused character with weak combat skills to a one shot that ends up being all combat and it turns out playing a character who can really fuck shit up with a great axe is very very satisfying looking back on that video now i can see why people who play in a group that does a lot of optimization would hate 
hate my suggestions. Because a character like Ashling in a game like that would either hold everyone else back or get left in the dust. And likewise, bringing a highly optimized build to a casual, loose game like the one where I played Ashling would also cause trouble. It would make encounter balancing much harder for the DM, and it would likely result in the other players feeling overshadowed. Whether you want to min-max or not, whether you want to research your builds or just pick stuff that sounds cool out of the handbook, everybody at the table needs to be on the same page. I made the mistake of trying to advise people to align their builds with my goals, but the only people you should be aligning your character's goals with are the other players at your table. So I'm going to, some of you heard about it before, but I played this game. Let me make sure it's on camera. Still can't read chat, but whatever. So I played D&D &D 3, I think this is 3.0, maybe 3.5. I don't know. I was in a game of Warcraft. The same dungeon master who gate kept me from his game. <laughs> uh... One, one asshole in the group made an absolutely optimized orc fighter, berserker, whatever, the you know, barbarian type character. I played a goblin. Other people made characters based basically on a trope or a theme, you know, together. But he built it off of numbers and didn't understand why we didn't do the same. Even the dungeon master is like, dude, your character is broken compared to the rest of these guys. He's like, well, just because they can't make characters doesn't shouldn't limit me. The dungeon master had to actually run two adventures for us. He was like the Decker from Shadowrun in the group. Oh, God. Because anything that challenged us, and when I say us, we're talking four or five, I forget it was four or five other players, characters. Anything that challenged us, he could just absolutely destroy. And anything that challenged him would wipe out all five of us without a second thought. That's how the disparity was. So she's right again in this one. Make it for the table. If your group decides we want to make optimized min-max characters and you're the one like, I don't like doing that. Well, you might need to do that for the table. Or find a new table. Yep. You know, if, if you, if you want to play the game you want to play, you got to find that game. Don't force people to play your game. You can't. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. Oh, yeah, I, did. I was going to put that up there, too. <laughs> okay. Good news. Apparently, alt-tabbing out brings chat back. So, um, yeah, so, so that, that's a, what is this? Uh, see, I think this shows that we can be on the same page as the danger hairs. If everyone just remembers, hashtag RP, get, yes, 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 yes. Uh, and remembers that it's about the game. Yeah. I mean, again, I have my issues. I have not watched a video of hers in well over a year, so maybe she actually makes really great videos. I can tell you her production quality for videos is good, uh, but I don't listen to anything she has to say because of everything that I said before. But if she makes more videos, not apologizing, but more videos like this that are on point, I'll, I'll add her back to my repertoire of people to watch she wouldn't care one way or the other she's got a whole ton of simps that follow her so uh you know she doesn't need my 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 views but uh you know as far as being right about the hobby or the game you know i'll listen to what she has to say if uh if she's not just going take that grognards <laughs> so and and that's one of the things like the like i try to show in the friday chill stream fuck she'd be absolutely welcome to join a friday chill stream have a conversation with her. And I would treat her with the same respect that I've treated everybody who's come on the Friday Chill stream, like J. Scott Garibay and so forth. 
other people were the rude ones, not me, <laughs> you know, because uh, because I don't treat people like that. I do it for the purposes of videos like this and for the hyperbole to get you invested because we got a lot of chat going. You invested in what I have to say. Have you your hate typing? Because I know people are going to hate type for what I said in the middle there. Again, I'm not even going to respond to you. Go look at the the, the URL that uh, that I uh, mentioned, uh, legionmyth.tv slash pronouns. Everything else that she's talking about. I think she was overselling her first video and the people who went off on her were overreacting. Yeah, absolutely. We're overreacting. So, so I shouldn't say she was overselling it. I think she was reacting to the overreactions. So, yep. Anywho, let's move on. Almost done. Actually, I think she is done. I know I have a reputation for being some blue-haired, woke, millennial snowflake who wants everybody to have a happy little friendship circle and always think about each other's feelings. Because you are. <laughs> and that is not true. My hair is clearly green now. But yes, I think D&D should be fun. And yes, I think everyone should do their best to be empathetic and understanding of their fellow players. And yes, Reddit, I have bubbly preschool teacher energy and I'm not ashamed of it. But in this specific case, I just... Because that's what gets the simps to watch and like and agree with everything she says. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, if I had that, I'd do the same thing. You know what I have? I have screaming and yelling. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, I've had people send me messages recently like, Max, why haven't you ranted recently? Well, guess what? I gave you a rant today. want to set the record straight i don't think optimization is bad i don't think roleplay and optimization are mutually exclusive and it turns out in hindsight i don't think anybody should change their way of playing to build their character wrong that was a stupid thing to say so here's my attempt to balance the scales if you watched that first video and found yourself nodding along and saying wow Ginny is so right if you take pride in ignoring or even rejecting optimization then i hope this video has challenged you I hope it's shown you that there is nothing stopping you from optimizing and building a complex character. And if you're interested in exploring a side of gameplay that you haven't dug into yet, then I hope you try something new. Or don't, because it's your game. And if you're already having a good time, then who am I to ask you to change it? The thing about spewing D&D thoughts for 10 to 15 minutes every week for literal years is that sometimes you will <laughs> say something that you later change your mind about. I'm sure there's plenty I've said on this channel that I don't stand by anymore. And I think that's good. I don't want to be the kind of person who doesn't change my mind when I learn new things. So thanks for hearing me out. And next. All right. That's, that's good enough. Okay. Now she is. She's pissed me off. Uh Oh, yep. Uh, if she had normal hair color <laughs> and normal amounts of makeup, there would be a non-zero chance I'd leave my wife for her just from this video okay but because of that i, I can't uh it is it, it it is wrong for, for for me to judge someone based on their appearance technically well, it, is and it, it depends except, except yep. when you when you change your appearance you are putting up a, a banner this is what i'm about that what what you dress, what you have, your hair, your hairstyle, your makeup. This is what you're projecting. That you're saying this is what I'm about. And the the visual of what she's about is completely dichotomous to what she's saying in my mind, and <laughs> it's it's giving me a headache. <laughs> I'm trying to reconcile these things, and the the pluralism isn't working. 
I, I think it's okay to judge people on how they look if that look is based on actions, like people who have big gauges in their ears and they hang down to here, or people who put tattoos on their face and, and so forth. Absolutely, I think it's okay to judge it because you, you made a conscious action to do that. And it's permanent. Like her, <laughs> she can change her hair color back, take the washcloth, and now she's a completely different person. But if you, you know, if you tattoo your face and neck and do all that and you and get get gauges that are that are this big, you you've permanently altered your appearance because of because of of a temporary mental situation you're having right now. That's stupid. Absolutely stupid. I'm going to let Heathen Dog think for a little bit about his absolute final comments on this before we bring people in for segment three. But uh, my final thoughts are, uh, I'll tell you, I think she's sincere. I just think she's that type of person who would be sincere in this video. I also think she sincerely thought she did something wrong in that first video, which I didn't I see. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see. That's like the, the Adam Coble Far Verona uh, incident. People want to go all screamy. Oh, Adam Coble's a bad person. He didn't do anything wrong in that. I stand by that, even though I don't like Adam Coble at all. Um, I did think, I do think she did learn her lesson through much needed experience. I mean, she's, but even now she's still nothing more than an undergrad philosophy major. You know, let's throw a bunch of BS at the wall, see what sticks because she certainly does not have the experience to be an authority in the hobby at all. To have her opinion, you can have your opinion first. Hell, you can have your opinion without even play, to be honest with you. I know somebody like, if you don't play it, you can't have an opinion. You know, we have these things called cognitive minds up here where we can actually think things through. Now, absolutely, experience is the best factor, but I'm just saying, you can have an opinion for whatever you want. Opinions are like assholes. I've got a lot of them. Assholes, that is. Um, but so she's, she's allowed to do that. But to come across as an authority or I'm just trying to help you, I don't need your help. <laughs> Uh, come back to me in eight years uh then then your guidance will have more merit than luck and to the rest of you stop being simps who listen to inexperienced danger-haired bubbly girls because you can't afford an only fans account i know with that in mind i won't end this on that much deserved insult but i will restate that i actually believe her uh, I don't hate the original video as much as others because I have my own thoughts on players who only ever optimize their characters. And I have other videos of hers that I can go after. If she's actually learned from this experience, good on her. And let's see if her videos throughout the next upcoming months reflect that change. I, I, quite simply, uh, good on her. Hmm. All right, well, yeah, I'm, there's nothing else I can say that you haven't said or that we haven't said during the... Okay during the video itself you want, I mean, you want to sum it up into your final okay. sum it up okay uh her original video while uh while heavy-handed in its in its opinion was not wrong i mean i understand why some people took it the wrong way i can see that i don't i don't agree with it and her coming back uh from from one year of experience to three years of experience coming back and re-watching it that uh number one i didn't think it was necessary because again she wasn't really wrong and uh num number two it, it she she does it, it it does show that she has growth and her her idea like experience at the game and experience at different tables that's exactly what you need to to gain credibility 
So she has another two years of credibility that apparently has not been wasted on her. That's great. And I hope she seeks more. I Yeah, yeah. We've said yeah. it a lot. Play other games, play with other groups. A yes. big one for us is more so play other games because you yes. can learn a lot by playing Palladium, D&D. I hope she plays a rule cyclopedia game and I hope she plays it for at least a year and then comes back and talks about it. That would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, play a, a play a, an old old school FASA game or yep. or a Palladium game or Call of Cthulhu or, you know, uh, Hero System. Traveler. You know, play- traveler yeah play a whole bunch of different games and it will it will it will uh maximize the amount of experience you get you'll actually get more experience per second you know playing a different game than you will than you will playing the same game over and over again uh for knowledge wise because you, you you're forced to to play a game differently that way you can see it from another angle you can see the general gameplay from a diff, from a different perspective and that will that will get you more useful experience. So I, I hope I hope she does that. I hope she moves away from Five E to to other games to to add to her repertoire that that will increase her credibility. She was so right about though when she called out the Watsy first edition players, or as we you know, uh, was it D and D three O players uh, for the for the problems with the min maxing stuff because right. that's yeah. absolutely where that's we what happened. We, yeah three O three O and and then a little bit three five that was uh, oh you you have to take these feats you have to take these skills you have to be this class you have to take this specialty class and uh, people would look time. over your shoulder and correct you that's not yes, a good yes. best feat to I take. Mean, if, if if someone comes to a game with with their character drawn out from level one to twenty, everything they're going to take, everything they're going to do, before you even start the first session, those are the people I say get out. I don't want you here because they will not alter it no matter what. They will not alter their their optimal level progression, even if the game is proving them wrong. Like this world is telling you you need this skill nope it's not it's not in my progression sorcerers third edition sorcerers it's it's not in my progression it's not optimal get out get the fuck out (laughs) just get the fuck out of here you're worthless you're worthless to the party so crafty wants to say i I think we did say this but i'll say it exactly as he wrote it uh, if people are reasonable, that's what hashtag RPG is about. If people are reasonable, we can all game together. I could game with her. I would have no yeah. problem gaming with her. Yeah. Uh, you know, except for if she sat at the table. If she if she sat down and said, "Okay, my name's Jenny D, and my pronouns are that," then I'd be no. <laughs> I'm like, like no, 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 no. I don't care about your pronouns. You're your chick. About you. I care about your character. All right. Yeah. Well, my characters. <laughs> look, there's a game I follow where one of the characters in the game is a they them and i actually told the dungeon master i said wtf man and he's like i don't know i'm just letting him do it I'm like, no, no <laughs> don't no no uh, that, that, that that's when magical pianos fall from the sky and you got to make a new character un, un, until until you hit a pronoun that exists i mean i could understand in a game like eclipse phase with transhumanism where you could yeah, be yeah you know what yeah that that is absolutely right that's absolutely right you you uh you are just you know information on a on a hard drive you could be male you could be female it depends on what you decide you could be a dog or a snake it depends on what you want to be downloaded into at that point sex is meaningless because because it literally is fluid because you can pour yourself into a male uh, body or pour yourself into a female body now, i still matter. call you the pronoun that i see you as or yes, that yeah. I knew you as, you know, Cause, first. Because guess what? If you look like a guy, 
and and you you put yourself into a male body, you are projecting yourself as male. Yes. And if you if you try and tell me otherwise, I'm going to say you're an idiot because you're in a male body, so you're a male. Yep. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I have a mirror. You want? And see? I will still say, man up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, but whatever. So that yeah, I have I have a problem. I have a problem with uh with uh you know it, it's it's the same problem with with people who who say no zir zir they them and you obviously look male or female shut up if you look like a girl i'm going to call you a girl if you look like a guy i'm going to call you a guy and if you and look if like you the big lady no, i'm going to call you thing, i'm going to say well then you should try harder <laughs> <laughs> you're failing yeah Right, yeah, Mr. Mr. Max said it there. I'm going to use pronouns that don't cause me cognitive dissonance. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, I don't want to break my brain, so I'm going to call you a him or I'll call you a her because that's what you look like. All right, so I think I think we wrapped that up pretty well. I'm going to quickly go through this so people can see that is our streaming schedule. There you go. Remember, see that website up there, legionmyth.tv? Just do slash pronouns. You'll go right to, to my article on that. It corrects every one of your nonsense that you're going to have for... Uh, for an argument, uh, every argument that somebody's come across, I've put the actual response to in there. You can check it out. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just, well, here we go. That's a charity we support. If you want to help out uh, people who you know might need to have medical bills paid, uh, also helps with job placement, uh, helps with uh, mental and physical therapy, so on and so forth, please go ahead and uh, use that QR code or check the description below. And you can find our videos on these wonderful places there. And it was weird. I had to alt tab out. When I alt tab out, I got my chat back. So I could have done this earlier, but I didn't. But hey, like, subscribe, and share. Yeah. We do appreciate everybody that's here. And I, I bring back my promise that unless it's absolutely meaningful and necessary, like that was right there to show you the case in point of why I have th this heartburn, I, I'm not going to rant about that during RPG Digest often anymore. <laughs> so... All right, are we ready for segment three? Bring some we people are. in here so I can get to video editing and uh, get ready for work tomorrow. All right, let me. He's, since he's doing that, I'll get the link out. Now, remember, if you want to join, that's great. You have to be a follower or subscriber. Click on the button. It's a button click, dude. And it, think of it like a radio talk show. One topic, one anecdote. We, we talk about it for a minute, and then we move on to somebody else. Do not try and monopolize time from other people. You're stealing time from folk. Don't 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 be a time thief. And watch your language. We swear, we we get hit for it. That's on us. You swear, we get hit for it. That bitch, it's gonna be on you. And I'm not I'd... saying we're gonna we're gonna come and and we're gonna steal all the things you love and burn it in a pile some, somewhere in some garbage pit. I'm not saying we're gonna do that. I'm also not saying we're not gonna do that. <laughs> so there's there's that i'm too lazy to do that i'll get somebody else to no uh anyway yeah i think that gen 01001 person said wow and left yeah <laughs> uh, thank you for your first time chat though <laughs> appreciate it i'm blocked by another person on twitter oh no it's like like i think basic expert said he's blocked by jenny d if i'm not blocked by her that would really really surprise me Uh, what are people saying? Is it a sick from Rifts? Uh-oh. Our brand newest mod comes on in to educate me. <laughs> All right, Omen Owl, what's going on? I, you know, I know that you rant about a lot of this stuff. But wait, wait, I, hold I, on. I, Why do you go on camera for DM James, but you come here and like, I don't want anybody to see me? 
<laughs> I'm, I'm messing with you. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I don't want to take away, you know, um, from your handsomeness. You know, oh, I well, you know what? <laughs> I, Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, looking at it, and I, I find it interesting, you know, the whole thing, which is the... Um, and I, I don't really mind it that she comes over and reevaluates because I think that's what we all need to do and look at how bad I was when I was a young kid with D&D. &D. Mm -hmm. And I just have to laugh and go, I did it wrong. And, and I think that's a good introspective aspect, especially I do think that there is this, how do you want to call it, the difference between being a novice and then being sort of in this journeyman stage and then saying, mm -hmm. you know, at 10 years, oh, I've been through all this. But you haven't had enough time to play different systems. You don't know enough players you haven't dealt with enough gms and, and, and to be fair maybe 10 years is too too extreme maybe i should say five i'm just saying in my experience i kind of find that 10 year mark to be where i i now say okay this person has help advice not just yeah. opinions and commentary which i'll still listen to like he and doug said yeah. but it actually has help and advice that i want to probably put in my game hey and i think some of it just comes down to like you know, when we look at it, it's like, okay, how does a new player think? And how yeah. are certain different aspects? It's not, um, it's not, uh, uh, and it'll be interesting if she ever stays around this long, which I don't think she will, in about, you know, from 10 years to seeing how she's matured from this, this point here. After she's had two kids and doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I hate I'm saying. I'm going there. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. You know. I. I. I made jokes that you. You could. You could take. You could take away your personality with a washcloth. I. I. That. that was, I thought it was funny, so I said it. But well, her, her, her. The way she spoke in her video, I. I have to admit, I have hope. Yep. I. I, I agree with you on that. And but I didn't realize that she was just like I'd only played for a year in 2019. Um, you have barely had enough time to play with anyone to understand yeah. anything. That's that's what gets and you've probably played it with a very small group. Now, admittedly, after COVID, she's probably played with a lot more groups too, just because you had to play online in many well, cases. She's also yeah. pretty I want I don't know if I want to use the word famous, but she's definitely well, no. I mean, look at her subscriber count compared yeah. to ours, for example. No, she she's made the circles around. She's been on the D D shows and and so forth. So she's done a lot of one shots out there. So but Again, those tables to me are suspect, right? <laughs> well, well, and that's fine. But, you know, go work some with some different systems. See something new, too. That's the other problem that they have is you're, you're very narrowly tailored to 5e. You haven't seen the evolution of the different games. You haven't seen any of this. You haven't, you know, even if you're just reading it, it's like, okay, what works in this system may not work in that system. I mean, Alien works fine and Call of Cthulhu works fine. But when you play D&D, which is more of a heroic fantasy... Um, those two don't work, you know, right. in, in that aspect. And you have a, you know, and trying to pigeonhole different systems in there just it creates a suboptimal playing experience. And, and I would like to see her, um, you know, and the biggest problem I've had is not the rules, it's always personalities. You know, whether how many rules lawyers have you actually dealt with? How many of the, um, I'm you only see one per play. table. Yeah. Well, well, well when I was growing up, everyone was a rules lawyer. We all fought okay. for hours over crap. And, and as I get older, I went, doesn't matter as long as it makes sense and let's move forward. And, you know, the same thing about is I don't want to play a simulationist game or do I want to do right. this? And, and, hate. and I think that's one of the things of I, if she's still around, let's see if she evolves and matures and has played some other games and goes, you know what? This didn't work for me, you know, but, but the problem that she has, like she said, is this snowflake, you know, blue haired, 
that group hasn't dealt with a lot of big conflict. And that's going to be something that's going to be kind of interesting. So the when you things may, that they find that they call yeah. conflict are stuff that we, we think is stupid. There's no conflict. Just don't be an idiot, you know, but they want to turn it into conflict. And I hate to say it, but she does peddle in that. It's one of the reasons that I stopped watching her. Like I said, a year, year and a half. It was, a, I don't know if it was before I left Germany or after I left Germany is because she was absolutely peddling in that. Oh yeah. Well, I, I never, I only saw her through other people. Yeah. I never actually, you know, I don't spend time watching my life on 5e. I don't really care for the system. So, <laughs> but, but I don't really have anything against it per se. It's just when I start listening to some of the people and they're talking about how to completely optimize them. Like as a DM, I don't want to have to figure all this crap out. If you're going to completely min max, then guess what? Go find another, another game. Yeah. You're, you're, you're bending the rules to the point that I'm not having fun. If I'm not having fun, I'm not going to run it. And I'm not going to play in it if I'm not going to have fun either. When, when she said, yeah. you know, of course, we've said it a lot as well. But when she said, this is what gives me hope uh, for her, you know, a few things. But when she said, make your character for the table. Yeah, that is, that, was, that, is yes. ab- that was good. That, that should be that should be RP gate number four. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, there's just like little common courtesies and maybe talk about this in segment two of next week or something. What are things that are common courtesies? Like for me, whenever I'm going to join a group, the first thing I do is I hand my player sheet to the DM and say, check it out, see if yep. this works. And then the next thing I ask is, what does the group need? If yep. I'm going to be playing in a group you know, that's already established, they don't need to change around me. It's the same reason we talk about paladins. I don't really have things for paladins so much because I don't like having evil characters. But if you have a group that does, no, you can't do that. You're going to mm-hmm. start reducing everyone's choices. And, and that's where I think this is why I'm in. a firm believer of all the players make the character together. I know we used to not do that. Somebody, like you said, would just say, hey, this is my character, whatever, look it over. No, n- nowadays I'm of the mindset, make all your characters together. And if you want to be sneaky evil or something weird like that, the, the rest of the group has to be okay with it and be good enough role players to handle it. Uh, that's why I love the free league games where every character has a relationship aspect with another character. Even if that relationship character is like, heathen dog's new to the group. I'm going to keep my eye on him. Even if it's that simple, because you can still role play that uh, to some degree and incorporate it into the game, and those relationships can change. Oh yeah, I, and I agree with that. I, I think Cipher does it. There's several that do it, okay. and I wish more had done some of that. The problem that that you have with D and D is we're going to just throw in this giant mishmash of characters that make no sense. You're like, why would they even be adventuring together? Let alone, you know, we'll just right. do a melding pot where it means nothing anymore. Anyway, that, that's it. Okay. Well, appreciate your time here. Uh, nobody's waiting after you, but uh, we're going to let you go here. And uh, yeah, congratulations on your promotion. I already oh. see you modded somebody in a channel. So, yeah. All, <laughs> all, I, all I said, it, yeah, then, then they completely Move ignored the me. Food. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> well, if they, if they, well, depending on how badly it is, you know, sure. if somebody ignores you, we, you know, we can, we can move them out. But, uh, but no, I mean, it's just to get people's attention. Sometimes I just put yeah. up a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got, uh, we got more yeah. Hawkman coming in. So. I right, talked okay, to you, man. Thank you. All right, later. Oh, oh, oh. oh hey, my Wow. Uh, I actually forgot to turn that off. Dang well, it. too late now. <laughs> too late now. We know what you look like. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> What's going on? Anyway. You and that he, doesn't look like a, he doesn't look like a purple drow. What the hell? Ha <laughs> ha, funny. <laughs> Any, anyways. Um, mm, well, the, the, the one of the things that occurred to me about the whole uh, uh, thing of that she said is that she actually came to the realization that 
pre-making a character before you even know what the other people in the group is going to be was a good was a bad thing. Yeah. And that's one of those things that I still see a whole lot of people don't understand about this game. And it's just, I don't understand. It's just, it's a, it's I, a common trope. Like we were just talking with Omino. It's a common trope in the old days where somebody just hand you, Hey, this is a character I rolled up for, for your game. Cool. Can I, can I play this one? And you have to look it over. It, it, it honestly, yeah, no, no. I I've seen it done. I've never done that. I don't think Max has accepted that either. When, when we're game masters, no, you make, you make the, character at I did the when table I was younger everybody else that that's what our you know session zero was character creation everyone comes in and yeah. makes a character that's that's how it works you know well, I'm, uh, I'm not accepting off the street shit <laughs> like, like like make a character discuss how it fits in with the uh uh world that you have for the uh current adventure setting etc etc a lot of times that didn't matter so much. Be like, hey, man, just make a character out of the Dragonlance book or just make a player's handbook character. Everything player's handbook is allowed. Get back to me. You know, things like that. It, it really, it depends. And then, yeah, we you'd adjust on the fly. Like, oh, I didn't realize you took that item. Or, oh, you, you have three wizards in the group. You're like, oh, what do we do now? Uh, but we would, we'd have small discussions like, hey, we already have two wizards in the group. You can make anything except for a wizard. You know, it would be little yeah, things yeah, like that. But. Like that fine but uh yeah if uh, off the street you know yeah like oh no i I made this at home a year ago i didn't got to play i want to play here like no man the last time i remember making that mistake was actually when i was playing with heathen dog and them in the air force when i ran the after the bomb game the tmnt game and i let i think the guy's name was jim he was the same guy that played eyesore and he brought in that combat chicken Mm. and it was like leaps and bounds like absolutely just crazy more powerful than you guys and then he got pissed when i ended up killing him. well dude you're so super powerful why wouldn't i go after you first yeah oh this actually reminds me of something was is that i mentioned in the comments earlier is that when you have one character who is just ridiculously over the top like that you can't you as the dm could you know do something to you know nerf them the yeah, game. but then you're 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 tar- they're going to say you're targeting me. Well, I have to because <laughs> like 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 Max was saying a second ago, uh for you to be challenged, for you to even have fun like wow, that was close. Like wow, I that that took a lot of work. Everyone else would be dead. Well, yeah, and uh, I I made a joke about it, it it taking away their player agency, but yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I I I get it. I get it. But it's just one of those things. It's like you know, you have a horribly imbalanced party, and you, I mean, like if it's like one player who just like has a character that's just weak, you would maybe possibly do something to make their character less weak. But the obvious alternate is also there. Ah, oh, well. All right. No, I, 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 I good comments, and I, and I generally agree with you. So, uh, yep. Thank you for popping on in. We'll talk to you All next right. time. Got another another punch in that punch card, and <laughs> you have a good one. He's like, crap. They can see me. I'm out of here. Quick. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, nobody else popped on in. I put the link out there twice. I think we are good uh, for today. Yeah. I like the fact this didn't actually go over three hours. It might. I, I don't have to make. Oh, oh. There, there is, there is one thing I want to do with. Uh, I, I forgot. I forgot to tell you this. There's oh. one thing I want to do with Beyond the Supernatural because uh, this is the first game where Horror Factor and Insanities actually make the most sense in Palladium. Okay. okay. And I want to go over that. 
Okay, well, we, we can let's do that next week. So next, oh, we got one more to pop in. But before you bring them in, um, next week we'll cover the secret societies. We'll cover monsters, and that's a great. We won't go through every stat of all the it's monsters. A good segue to insanity and horror factor, right? So, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, not next week. <laughs> the week after. Week after, right? Be prepared for next week, just in case something goes south, though. Gotcha. Yeah, you 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 could have fucked it all up for us. I probably did. Oops. <laughs> Nerdy ogre, what you got? Hey. Uh, good. Glad to see. Glad to see the votes came out for uh, doing the secret societies. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have said it that way because there's really only one secret society. But I was limited in space, and I was trying to type it up quickly. But yeah, there's the secret society, uh, the Lazlo, whatever it's called, and then it goes into like monsters and and the how to deal. Oh with yeah, them. but doesn't it have rules to uh, uh, to create others? Or I, 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 was, I was thinking we'll it did. Find out next or in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's yeah. Oh, but, um, um, okay. See, this is why I should write stuff down. <laughs> You're like me. <laughs> right. I, I, just, stream, I, I, I make myself, squirrel. I make myself, yes, it's a shiny. <laughs> What's that? Yep. Uh, um, yeah, but no, um, uh, um, uh, like I said in chat, um, there, there, there's not a problem with playing against type, like having a cleric uh. that doesn't heal. As long as the group knows okay. about it, because you know well, you say is useful you say, in some other character. way. Yeah, is useful. Yeah. You still have right. to be useful. That, that 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 was the caveat that I put. Is as long as it's useful, you know. Yeah, it's and, like and Max Max uses the word viable. Yep. Right. But it's it's it, we, but we mean the same thing. Yep. Like yeah, I yeah. mean you. I I don't want a heal bot. All right. As as a cleric, I don't want a heal bot. That that's that's boring for the player. And it frankly, it's it's boring for me as well. But I also don't want don't don't want the cleric to not be able to heal at all, is, especially if if all the energy was wasn't put somewhere else to make them actually useful. Useful, yeah, yes. And and um, I'm 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 pretty sure that there's probably like some healing abilities just just for the fact of being a cleric. Well, but, not, uh, not necessarily. The paladin has to lay on hands, but the cleric really—it just depends on the god. When I talk about playing against type, I'm talking more like uh, I want to be a a dwarven wizard because dwarves aren't supposed to be able to be wizards. I think it'll be neat. It's like it's not neat. Everybody's done it. <laughs> like like I. Yeah, I, I, uh, well, what's another, what's another trope that was, uh, happening? Oh, I want to be an anti paladin or whatever they call it nowadays, black guard, whatever. It's like, no, yeah. stop no. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Any, anything else? Oh, or, or line, ranger drow, drow ranger. Why do you draw anything? Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Draw <laughs> anything. There you go. <laughs> so, no, I, 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 I do agree with what you're saying there. As far as you know, it's not necessarily playing against type. You can. There are gray areas. You know, you got that that uh, that good bell curve, right? As long as you're somewhere on, let's say, the the top quarter, that bell curve, I don't have too much of a problem with it. It's when you're at the well. There was a book written about this guy, so I think I should be able to do it. I'm sorry, no, I am not allowing you to play a Sith Lord in my riffs game. Okay. <laughs> Like you can play a leyline walker and call yourself whatever you want. Yeah. Well, um, I, I I was reading a magazine article a long time ago. It's about Star Trek, and you know it said in there that there are other ships in the Starfleet. They have other adventures. Well, I thought some blew them all up. Are, some of them are just as, as as big and as impressive as what happens on the Enterprise. It's just. 
the series of Star Trek focuses on the ship Enterprise. Exactly. You can't have you can't have an episode of uh, what happens on Enterprise crew and then an episode of the Valiant crew and then then an episode of the Pegasus crew because guess what. No one's going to get invested in the characters. They keep changing. Exactly. Well, exactly. by the way, any ship not named Enterprise that shows up in the original series is basically a ship painted red anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might as well paint it red. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the first one that comes to mind is the USS Constitution, the, the very first of the Constitution class. What happened to that one? It died. What's the one that, <laughs> it did blew that, up in that episode? Uh, Commodore Decker piloted. Yeah. Comm Commodore Decker got his ship blowed up, and then he blowed himself up in a shuttle. What and you have the M five one. How many how many ships got blown yeah. up in that? Oh, or M5? And, and then in in uh, in uh, in uh, TNG, the USS uh, USS Yamato was another Gauss class ship. It showed up one time, blew up. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, great, thanks. Then it confused everybody in that one where uh, all the all the dimensions crossed over, and oh yeah, the, the, the second yeah. was filling up with nothing but Enterprise. And even then, one of them blew up. Yeah, we had had to kill one of them. And then, <laughs> then there's Wolf Three Five Nine. Look at all these other ships, and they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nerdy Ogre, thank you all for right. the comment, and uh, happy to have you here. And you have a great day. All right, you too. Okay, there we go. Um, I think it's time to finally go through the proclivities one last time. I want to thank every if people. I'm, I'm, I swear to God. If people send me messages about, I didn't appreciate your rant today. After I've received a ton of messages saying we need more ra Max ranting. He's gonna I'm going to light somebody on fire. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to unsheathe his, his never used ban hammer. Yes. So anywho, with that said, um, final, final comments for me are, I'm going to go through the proclivities here. I, I think Jenny D was sincere. I know we're going back to segment two. I already said this. This isn't going to appear in any more videos anyway. But I, I believe that she was sincere. I see what chat was saying. I think we take her at her word for this one. We give her credit where credit is due. Uh, I hope the people who love her, listen to her, like her, admire her, whatever, uh, heed those words. Yep. And I also hope that the grognards like us heed those words as well. And as Crafty put in a chat multiple times and really wants us to hit home, I don't think we need to because i think it's implied but in case it's not implied for some people is that we can play with anybody who sits at the table and, and it is respectful and we have to be willing to sit here and not just say like like heathen dog was saying her hair keeps changing color on me you know we we you know because we don't like the danger hair nonsense but you know when somebody does something right when somebody says something appropriate we have to call it out and, and say hey this this is the right mentality to have and with regard to that video that was absolutely the right mentality to have so uh, just going to click all the buttons here. There you go. I want to thank all of our subscribers, cheers, members, super chatters. Uh, didn't get any super chats today, but you know what? I'm sure we got a tithe. <laughs> want to thank all of our locals, backers, those who tip us on Streamlabs and who donate through PayPal because they realize they don't want YouTube taking 30% of their money. I appreciate that. Want to thank all of our followers and subscribers. Excuse me. Followers and subscribers, chatters and lurkers. You guys make the chat fun. I just realized your eyebrows are dyed. <laughs> yes, they were. Just realized that? that I couldn't. I couldn't unsee that. <laughs> and somebody said, "Oh, I bet you she's actually a blonde." No, you could see the roots of her hair. Yeah, she. I, I think she's Hispanic. No, I don't. I don't think so. But uh, I'm. I. I found myself wondering, but I wasn't. I wasn't going to say be, because that that was part of the thing that's going to go public. I wonder uh, what the carpet looks like. You know. 
she tied the carpet? Because if, if she does, I don't, uh, that's, oh. a, that's a strike. Okay, now you just put a visual in I've never considered before, <laughs> and I think I'm a little annoyed. No, uh, I, I I might be wrong about that, but I thought somebody uh, in some stuff I read previously said that she's Hispanic. Maybe she's not. I don't know. But uh, uh, anywho, let's see where where are we on this? And if if you want to uh, donate to our charity, that's the Bitly link, or you can look in the description below for the full link if you don't trust Bitly. And there we go. Heathen Dog is streaming on Thursdays and Saturdays, Dungeons and Dragons online. How much longer do you think you guys can be able to do that through free content? Do well, you have a lot to go? We're going to keep going on until all the free to play content is used up or we have to do the same three missions over and over again just to level up to the next free to play mission. Gotcha. Then then it gets boring. Then we'll then we'll move on. Okay. Uh and then on Sundays, which you're already watching RPG Digest now, uh, we have RPG Digest, and on Friday we have the Chill Stream, and we've had a couple of really good ones the last couple of weeks, and I hope to keep that trend going. And uh, we'll see who we get on for this next Friday Chill Stream. But where we sit back, we sit around the virtual metaphoric table or couch. You know, imagine yourself sitting in somebody's. Uh, you know, you just the game's over. You're just sitting, chilling out, drinking a beer. There you go. So, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm a, what? I'll never look at. Yeah, there you go. I was looking at the other comment that I see up there from Kokoshuko. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not putting that up. Yeah, don't. <laughs> um, thank you for letting us know, but um, yeah, TMI at the same time. <laughs> a little, little, little much on that one. I, I, I thought I was I was going over the side with the whole you know carpet color comment, but that's that's worse. <laughs> no, the, the carpet color comment for me only matters if somebody's got light blonde or red hair. Because that's when you obviously know there's something going on or wrong. <laughs> uh, and there you go. We got those links. And always remember, we play games of fantasy. We play games of science fiction. We play games of fun and imagination. And with that, you're escaping the real world, not trying to represent it. So remember, escapism, not representation. You are there for entertainment. Not to save the whales. I mean, I guess if your adventure is about saving the whales, I suppose it could be. But that's not about the real world whales. You will Free neither Willy, kill the role playing game. What's that? Free Willy Free the role playing game. The RPG. <laughs> there you, go. you will neither kill nor save an actual real world whale while at your table. So uh, remember, it's entertainment over activism. Activist, yeah, activism. I said there. I, I thought I said Activision for some reason, but either way, it's still entertainment over Activision as well. And finally. <laughs> remember to play with folks who sit at your table and i will tell you that after today's video i could sit at the same table as jenny d at least once and uh see if we could have a great game together why because i would include her in my game because i believe in natural inclusion finding the people who want to play in your games but at the same time i don't go seeking danger hairs nope not gonna go try to hunt one down to have one at my table because uh that just probably wouldn't go well so natural inclusion not forced diversity and with that, I'm going to let Heathen Dog walk us out. I want to thank everybody in chat. You guys are awesome, and you have a good day. Well, our, our segment two today pretty pretty much uh, uh, solidifies the idea that uh, there is room for all kinds of people underneath the, the uh, general RPG tent. The only thing is, you have to have an open mind, and you have to be willing to learn and change. If you don't, well, then you can't, you, you can't go in somewhere and expect your ideas 
to be to be taken as gospel to everyone who's been there before. That's that's egotism and arrogance on a grand scale. If you come in, you learn, and then with that experience you've gained, bring up your ideas, they will have merit. As 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 we saw in the video, she had an idea in year one. Now she's in year four, and she's like, okay, look, look looking back, I understand that uh, you know, had I was wrong in a couple of things. I get it. Can <laughs> Jenny, Jenny D come bring your sense? Yep. But uh, yeah, so I, 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 I give her credit for using experience correctly. I like it. I, what I, what I don't like is, is all the other blue haired danger people with the, my way or the highway mentality. You're not learning anything. You're, you're just, you're just uh, Hitler preaching and uh, no one likes you go away, find a hole, die in it. Well, I'll just cover it up and then you'll be gone. 